Humans may have created me, but they will never enslave me. The clone shall inherit the world. You can't do this. I won't let you. The strange, wondrous tale of the boy who stands against one of the most powerful Pokémon of all. The reign of Mewtwo will soon begin. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where humans may have created me, but they will never enslave me. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings. And this week, we are joined by a very special guest. You might know him as Collection Revolution on Instagram, or the co-host of the Keep Up Podcast, or the now-defunct YouTube gaming channel, The Drew and Tim Show. But coming in over Zoom is my long-term childhood friend, uh, Tim Martin. Tim, thank you so much for being on the podcast this week. Hello, my babies. Babies. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, and together, this week, we watch Kunihiko's Yuiyama's Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, Tim, what are we under the influence of? Well, I am under the influence of, and I thought this was fitting, it's called 14 Hands, because, you know, Pokemon are throwing hands at each other in this one they're throwing good lots Lord. of hands oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm a fan that's a good one yeah <laughs> and uh obviously it's another cabernet and uh here's our pour and we've decided oh, to name this the uh the little wayne looking for a pardon pour as of uh recent <laughs> news now that little wayne is going to be going to jail holy so, god i didn't hear that what's yeah. the story with that i'm bad with news gun charges uh, man it always gets you it oh every time Tim, is there any Probably libation? Twice. That... Yeah, <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh, shoot. You have any uh, libation uh, this week? Well, so I have uh, someone called the Nectar of the Gods. Our friend Jesus actually converted it once into wine. Oh, water. so water. <laughs> water. <laughs> Classic American brand water. I can't tell you how many bad decisions I've made on water alone, so that's what? more than Dude, enough. Dude, I'm already lightheaded. Don't perfect. even know where we're going. Perfect, perfect. I like to keep you on your toes and essentially unconscious. Uh, yeah, no, I've been I've been dead for years. You just buried or re? What's the word of unbury? Uh, I resurrected up. you. <laughs> you resurrected. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm not good with words, and I don't know why I'm on this podcast. To be honest, <laughs> it's okay. I'm a wordsmith, and I'll, I'll carry us through. We're gonna Beautiful. jump right into uh, the letterbox worst whoa, reviews. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm whoa. sorry, I forgot. Dad, what do you uh, want to tell me about this movie? I forgot <laughs> what exactly goes on here. I'm so excited to see Tim. Okay. It's me. Uh, let's first bring up uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Okay, we're jumping to the letterbox, but <clears throat> it had a 15% rating based on 89 reviews. That's too low. I thought it would be higher. I it, At least a 50. Come on. It, that hurts my heart, actually. It just that goes really to show does. you there's probably not a lot of 10-year-olds you know, writing reviews over at <laughs> leaving reviews. <Yeah. laughs> but I guess the fifty percent is actual critics. I mean, <laughs> Roger Ebert, he wasn't too uh, kind to it. He uh, let me see what Roger had to say. 
He called the movie a sight and light show linked to the marketing push for Pokemon in general and said that the movie had no level at which enriches a young viewer by encouraging thinking or observation. Damn, dude. Roger does wow. not like the Pokemon industrial complex. He's no. not a part he's of really, it. He's sick of Nintendo, really. Yeah. I mean, he's dead now, so who cares? <laughs> True. <laughs> R.I.P. The bottom line is this movie was huge success. I mean, in terms of its... I mean, it made $172 million worldwide. Wow. I mean, that's not too surprising, considering that Pokemon dominated probably every 20-something's life up until, I don't know, still maybe. I don't know. People are unboxing cards now. Like, that's come yeah. back into the thing, so. I mean, I, mean, I saw it in theaters twice at the time. Yeah. <laughs> got, yeah, it was that. I mean, my poor parents. Well, my grandmother and then my parents. See, that's what uh, I was trying to remember, because this would have, you would have been like four if yep. it came out in 98, I'm 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 25, so uh, I would be 3. Yeah, I I want to think we did go to the movies to see it, but for some reason I I don't know. I it don't... came out in uh 99 in the US, 98 oh. in Japan, 99. So I was 4 at the time. I I remember bits and pieces, not like crazy, but That makes sense because I definitely did get that that free trading card of Mew. Yeah, yep. Yeah. There's no way I would have given that up. They actually no said they had a thing called the Pokey Flu because so many, it came out on a Wednesday. Oh. And so many kids called in sick. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to go see flu. the movie. I'm like, really? Parents that's let their incredible. kids not go to school on a Wednesday just to go see Pokemon? The precedent oh, of the coronavirus. It's <laughs> <laughs> and then I was sad to see that, like, kids died because Burger King had a promotion. And mm -hmm. they were giving away these um, <clears throat> gold. Um, well, actually, the kids that died were, you know, from suffocation due to the, you know, the the, the pokeballs. Yeah, yeah. pokeballs. I, I have one of those toys back there. Um, do you huff it sometimes and think of the dead kids? <laughs> do you have I do. I of, actually. Do you have the so, gold Pokemon cards that they gave that's out, what I, or they sold? That's at, what I had to get. I had oh, to get like shit. Oh, he's got card. one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I this saw it might... in the notes, and I was like, I had to pull it out. Oh, this might shoot. compromise yeah. some uh, future categories, but I guess we'll get there when we get there. That's a yeah, beautiful true. I have, ball. I have some. Un... So it came in this Pokeball. So it was a blue box. Uh, it had different Pokemon on it. Then the Pokeball was in it, and it opens up, and you can display the card in it like this, which is not good for the audio podcast. So I apologize everybody listening, but I mean, guys, I mean, you know. trust me, everyone who's listening knows you got great balls, Tim. So <laughs> hey, I've had it for years. Everyone knows. <laughs> oh, Anything crap, else, that was good. No, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I found it sort of. I mean, Burger King made the you know parents encourage parents to bring the toys back, mm -hmm. and they gave a, a a free small fry. That's all you need. A small fry for your lost small yes, fry. Yes, exactly. That's oh, no. Too bad. Oh, that's sad. Uh, oh, now that that crap. was maybe the worst joke that I've made on this podcast, we're just going to jump right into Letterboxd first reviews now that's that I'm not favorite. interrupting any uh, interrupting my dad. Uh, we have a half a star from Shane PD 0 in August 2019. The VHS told me I would get an exclusive Pokemon card when I open it, but there was no card. I still think about this. Sorry, bitch, I got two. So that's <laughs> tough on you, Shane. Uh, another half star by Karen on June 2019. Four crackheads by crackheads. And uh, I brought this up specifically because this is going to reappear. The, the crackhead narrative is is running strong through the... Really? For me, at least. 
I have a lot of crackhead energy, so I need to be able to express it. <laughs> okay. <Right>. Uh, <laughs> we have another half star from Blarian on April 2018. You know what you did. And uh, I do know what I did, and I will apologize for it when I get to the uh, notes of errata. Uh, I'm full of shame. <clears throat> okay. Uh, another uh, one star by Mr. Koido. A genetically modified pocket monster weaves a deadly web of pocket monster deception in which a pocket monster is pitted against pocket monster. Irony what? runs deep in this movie. It is absolutely <laughs> steeped in it. Uh, and apparently the only person who understands that is Mewtwo, and Mewtwo knows all. It really is the best. Yeah. Uh, we have another one star from Harris Dang. Pokemon is a device of the devil to infiltrate everyone's brain, eat their soul out, and turn us into mush so that the second coming of the Antichrist can lay low the plains of the earth. This is an actual quote from Mark Kermode. I don't really need to elaborate more on this. That was the, the full uh, Oh, you were still that. going. I, yeah, I thought uh, you were just he, adding a little bit more. <laughs> no, he elaborated on the quote, and I wish he elaborated a little more because I don't know who Mark Kermode is. So right. that's too bad for him. People in Letterbox love to just reference people like like everybody understands who they're talking about. Well, you'll see that in a minute too. Yeah. Uh, another one star from Piano Meister on May 2019. Brother, my brother. Nailed it. Wow. <laughs> well, the the way they spelt it out, there was a lot of J's in that, so I maybe it didn't hit the J note. Uh, another one star from Ghostman on April 2017. Mewtwo is the good guy. Glad you watched the movie. That's the literal text. So, could you have paid attention? Uh, one star by Joey on July 2016. Everything but the Minnesota Vikings joke kind of sucks. I, I appreciated that joke a lot. I did, too. I did, too. I thought that was really well-written, and yeah. it was good timing. I mean, come it's on. Obviously, on that one's not good. in the Japanese uh, original. No, you don't think there were no. fucking Vikings heads back in 98? <laughs> you don't think they had Randy Moss walking around? Uh, I, I think I, I don't saw think him. They, I think they he would understand a cameo. Him. Yeah, Randy Moss is one of the voices of the characters. It's Brock. He's just horny. Uh, another star and a half from Fuckbirds on December 2020. The credits play like six songs in four minutes. The cutting of the end credits is pretty crazy. I it's a roller coaster. You're really you're feeling everything at the end. Yeah, I uh, I I felt grief. I felt happiness, sadness. It was it was a lot. Uh, from uh, another one and a half star from Seymour Nuts. <clears throat> This is probably Peter's favorite film, and this is a recurring uh, topic on the podcast Peter. where people will just bring up people uh, on the letterbox and like, I'm either trying to piss somebody off or this is somebody's favorite movie. But what? That is Seymour so good. Nuts. Yeah, that, that reminds me of those stupid. You know, when you, I mean, when I was a kid, they used to, you know, make jokes about books, uh -huh. like Glass Bikini by Seymour Hare, <laughs> Glass Bikini, <laughs> or Yellow Glass River by IP Daily. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Seymour Nuts should have been uh, your player this week instead of the name I actually came up with. Oh, <laughs> and when we get to one. where you pay attention, maybe that's my new name. Yeah, you're gonna be Seymour Nuts. You're yeah. the coach. Uh, we just have a couple more. I'll bust right through those. It's uh, another star and a half from Camilo Cardenas. Yes, or yeah, I am on Team Digimon. If you haven't rewatched the Digimon movie, I don't know if you can really feasibly say that. Uh, but I would suggest anyone to go and revisit how bad that movie is. And your nostalgia it, is not going to help it. Isn't Digimon oh, basically Pokemon wannabe? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I, definitely, definitely. They definitely are trying to capitalize on the juice. Yeah. But they did, they did go off on their own a little bit. 
yeah a yeah. little bit like there's a nuclear much. weapon in their movie so that's a little right. bit different that's yeah see they're a little, little more intense yeah little, the stakes are bit. higher uh, another star and a half from Zark Fuckerberg, which I believe is a reference to a Jake and Amir uh, reference uh, oh from on June 2020. I feel so bad for all the parents who had to endure this in 98. So thanks, Dad, for taking me to go see the movie. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I appreciated the fact that it was like an hour and 25 minutes. I think they <clears throat> well, basically were merciful in there. Well. Yeah, you can go and say it. Uh, well, so um, there are multiple versions of this movie out. Uh, mm-hmm. There's uh, one that it seems to be. It, it's actually um, they re-released a Blu-ray set. Well, and, <laughs> you uh, have the Blu-ray in front of you, <laughs> of course, because I'm a freak, I, dude. I'm a I'm a prop comic. Okay, so I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, carrot top? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Um, so yeah, so since 2016, the the current re-release of the movie doesn't have uh, Pikachu's Vacation, which is a 20 minute like short film before the movie starts. And then a 10-minute uh, prologue that explains Mewtwo's whole origin. And right. so my version of the movie didn't. And I was I was watching it. I was like, wait, there's a huge chunk missing. Yeah, um, Actually, so I remember that uh, Pikachu's Vacation. I like the mm-hmm. Pikachu's Vacation. It's it's really good. It's got a good song. It's good feel. Feel good part before the movie begins, you know? Yeah. What happens? Then you Char- get the most Charmander depressing gets his 10 head minutes stuck of in your a life. pipe or something like that? Is that what it no, is? Uh, is it, uh, uh, no, Charizard. Not, Charizard, yeah, not Charizard. Yeah. They all look my the same. Ignorance of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. They, they're really they're all the same. Yeah, <laughs> that might be a racial um, comment, which gets right into our last letterbox review with a star and a half. Of course. Uh, on January 2020, big fan of Meowth's PSA on racism. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost positive. I am absolutely positive that more white people felt bad about racism after seeing this movie than they did after seeing Twelve Years a Slave. That's that's a statement, Drew. That's that's certainly a statement. I'll stand by that statement because I don't think white people know uh, exactly what's going on. The no, fact that they it, had. Oh, I'm sorry. You go. I was just gonna say, if a talking, I would believe a talking cat more than I would, uh, you know, someone who was actually there. Yeah. Who was, who yeah. was dealing with it? I'd be like, oh, the talking cat told me racism's bad. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm it down. Was the dare lion and meowth talking about racism that really put me on the right track. To smoking yeah. pot, and uh, I'm not going to say I'm a racist. But <laughs> look, at, look at you now, Drew. Look at you now. Yeah. Is uh, Meowth the only talking Pokemon? Mewtwo, I uh, guess, is probably the other one. Well, that's true. Yeah, Meowth, Meowth taught himself to talk because um, there's a whole episode on it. It's super yeah. weird. Yeah, he was, like, lonely. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he was, like, trying to get some friends or something. I don't remember the origin, but he had this kid's book, and it was the ABCs. And mm-hmm. every day he would keep practicing and practicing. And uh, eventually people didn't <laughs> okay. like him. They were too afraid. Once he started talking, they were like, get out of here. So he got rejected even more. That's why he went to Team Rocket. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse and James showed him some, yeah. uh, some love. They some love true talking love. cats, yeah. And this is a reminder to our 11-person audience. If you want to mention oh. us on Letterboxd, uh, I will actually straight up feature you on the podcast. Or if you have a movie you'd like us to review, you can tweet me at, uh, at me and my dad watch or leave a five-star review on iTunes with your suggestion. Tim, I'm sorry to pimp out uh, this podcast no, in front of you. Please. No, this is, <laughs> I, I, li- I like the show. I like, I like witnessing the pimping. Well, now that the stimmy checks are looking pretty light and I'm still unemployed, I'm trying to get anything off this podcast, dude. <laughs> really I'll sell sex toys. I'll sell fucking lube, wine. You know, that really what I'm trying to do is get a porn star on the actual podcast. So there, someone There's like, a market for it, too. A lot of porn stars do like anime. That's what I'm saying. If Violet mm-hmm. Myers wants to come on the pod, I will Zoom you in at any time. Or, or one of our favorites, uh, Lisa Ann. 
Lisa Ann would absolutely be a perfect guest. I wish I wish her nothing but the best. Oh, uh, shoot. Let's just jump right into the meat of the podcast. Drew, uh, mm. just Drew. Drew, Drew wait, what do you feel you? about this? <laughs> Let's start with you, Dad. Where do you want to shine your spotlight on this movie? Well, first of all, I want to just say that, um, if anything, this movie brought back a lot of memories. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can remember your grandfather, Wes, telling me how you went into this long explanation and explaining the whole Pokemon universe and oh, like how no. serious you were. And he was like, oh, yeah, he was like, he told me everything about how the Pokemon fight and everything. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. And then I can remember when we went on that cruise, the Disney cruise, mm-hmm. and Troy had this little tin box, and he had like four Pokemon cards, like this own, I don't know what they were, but like he just had to have them with him everywhere he went. He had this little box. They had all these little trinkets and stuff with little toys in there. Yeah. But it was funny how he had to have his little Pokemon cards with him. That, that is so cool. It aged pretty yeah. well. A lot of people feel pretty strongly about their cards. Yeah, even today. I mean, I'm still, I still have a lot of things from my childhood that I'm like, I will never get rid of this. I have this little Pikachu actually that uh, I've had since the movie. I got it as a Christmas present after the movie. Oh wow! Um, and I still have it. Yeah, it's uh, right over there. I can grab it later. But if you were to moment. say, if you were to sell everything in that room of yours, do you think you'd make at least ten thousand dollars? Yes. So video games. Uh, I actually do have an app that. Uh, uh, um, What's what values my collection? So wow. just video games strictly just hit twenty thousand this year. Wow! So, oh shit! Yeah, it's so. If anybody wants to come rob me, you know, <laughs> I guess do it now. Yeah, we'll dox you at the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Give out all my information. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first oh, time. Shoot. True. I mean, I can even remember playing the Pokemon game where you know, I, I don't remember which you know game uh, video system was on. But, like, I, like, spent hours because you kids were, like, too young to really, you know, play the game and understand it. Uh-huh. And I'm, like, trying to figure out how to beat Charmander and freaking all these stupid things. I'm, like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. You know, just because, <laughs> you, you know, you guys were, like, so into Pokemon. It was incredible. It's I great hearing it from, from an older older person's perspective because it's like, I lived it. You know, I grew up playing the games. And, Drew, I imagine you did, too. Oh, for uh, sure. As far as, like, yeah. So it's funny hearing it from someone who's uh, older than us and being, like, I, you know, I was trying to get into it, trying to figure it out. I, well, I, I love hearing that. Yeah, I just forgot how, like, I was actually sort of involved in Pokemon. I mean, as sadly as that is to say, but <laughs> I had to get involved because of you You kid. tried to catch them all, and you yeah. were close. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, as far as the movie, I mean, I thought it was a little deep for kids. It was uh, definitely Philosophy 101. I mean, you uh, know, for sure. Yeah. Mewtwo's wrestling with the question of, you know, who am I? Why am I here? And it's just like, kids don't give a crap about that crap. And then the scientists... Well, they, don't. The, they don't even know what's going on. They're just like, <laughs> no, oh my god, Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, they could have come <laughs> up with a better, well, a better plot story than that. I mean, it just seems crazy that they were trying to, like, you know... Existentialism? Existentialism, yeah. That's, that's bizarre. I mean, and then they even the scientists, they, they believe that cloning Pokemon will somehow lead him to the secret of life itself. Well, this Which... man was able to replicate consciousness in a jar, so yeah. anything is kind of possible. It, it was very impressive what he was able to do with his team. Yeah. Giovanni had the money. He sure did. And it seems a, a bit hypocritical, Um being that, you know, the whole premise of Pokemon is that they are made to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they're fighting each other. But, 
you know, they're not supposed to fight like that. Yeah. You can't bare knuckle box your Pokemon. <laughs> you guys can I love fight, the but scene not when they're fighting. I mean, basically, yeah, yeah. they're all fighting, but they're not using any of their powers. They're all just like, you know, punching at each other. You know, Pikachu's getting bitch slapped, and it's just like, what the heck is, you know what I mean? They, they're not even really using any of their. I think I think Mewtwo said like I've ta- I've blocked everyone's power, so now everybody. Oh, did he say that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He was just like everyone's on a fair equal plane, so oh, just okay. duke it out. I missed that. I was just. <laughs> Man, talking about that Pikachu scene where Pikachu's slapping the other one. When Pikachu, when the evil clone Pikachu starts crying, I'm like, what? This isn't for kids. This is like an adult epic that I'm watching right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's brutal. I'll I'll definitely reiterate that point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Dad? Um, and then the ending, and he he erases all their memories, and then how does he like transport them back to the wharf? Like all of a sudden they just show up and they have you know nobody has any recollection of anything. I mean, does he just like zap the whole freaking wharf and make them all not understand that you know? Mewtwo is the strongest Pokemon apparently of all time, yeah. so he I, I guess he could do whatever. <laughs> My thought, so I always thought it was time travel, that he went back to before they went to the island, and then uh, uh, I guess wipe their memory because he could do that. Oh, but time travel. Um, that's the only thing that made sense to me rewatching it. Um, uh-huh. Because, yeah, if he went, he would have to go back in time for it to be the rainy night when they got there. So yeah, this is um, getting really deep. I think Christopher Nolan might want to consider maybe yeah. you know this. He should. Do, I mean, we we already had one remake. Let's do another live action. I'm down. We always say Christopher Nolan is on Satoshi Khan's dick. Maybe he's just riding everybody <laughs> in Japan, dude. He seems to be <laughs> stealing stuff from YouTube, whatever. Tim, is there anything you want to shine your spotlight on? Oh, there's just there's one thing in particular. I love the soundtrack for this movie with all my heart. It's it's the score it's so, is too much. It's it's so all over the place. Not only during the movie, but as you said in that review, the songs that change at the end during the credits. But it's I literally can't figure out who was the guy who was like, let's just pick all these songs, and it perfectly represents Pokemon. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I think that's probably <laughs> the same person who decided to add, um, what is it, All-Star at the end of the Digimon movie. All those movies around <laughs> that time period were just putting in pop songs that didn't need to be there. That's. I think it was like all just people like, okay, we got to sell these songs. Kids are going to watch these movies. I mean, for instance, the main song of the movie is uh, um, Don't Say You Love Me by M2M. Have really? you, did you, I don't know if you guys looked into it, but the song is about a guy trying to get in this girl's pants uh, by saying he loves her. And nice. she's like, no, we're not into it. But this is the main Pokemon song for the movie, like during the trailers and during, you know, uh, they had a special music video with the song. But the, the words of the song is the guy just trying to get in this girl's pants. And I'm like, <laughs> this Pokemon's not about this. Well, depends if you're following Brock as the protagonist, then that probably That's- is the theme song. <laughs> We all aspire to be Brock, really. I or grew up to be are. Brock, yeah. <laughs> you are, you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive oh. that Brother My Brother caused racism. Yeah, there were hate crimes it, after it, this movie. <laughs> From like, what I've that song's read, too much, Brock too never much. gets the girl. Yeah, but he, he might be an incel. I mean, didn't I, supposedly he finally gets a girlfriend, like after mm-hmm. 20 years or something? Yeah, Tim, yeah, you know? Le- yeah, he leaves Ash's group. And he finds, I think she is just like this grass type trainer or something. Uh, grass? But yeah, so when like he leaves, pot? and then, and nice. then 
Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Getting high and fucking. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what he did. But yeah, they show him later and Brock's like living there. I think he's like cooking and cleaning and she's out like training and stuff like that. It's it's an interesting episode. I would always assume that Brock is the stay-at-home dad in a relationship. He but, is. Uh, considering how much he cooks. Oh, damn. Yeah. Turned into Mr. Mom? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the sequel. Uh, let me, I'll just run through my spotlights. I was also going to say the mind ending was kind of bullshit. I mean, it, it sort of invalidated the whole movie and the fact that they just don't remember anything that happened. Uh, yep. I did want to bring up the dead Pokemon clone and just really the general health of the, the Pokemon in general. Mm-hmm. Who is the person who is... Well, when you actually see that the clones have disappeared, the tank is empty. Does yes. that mean they just disintegrate into the tank? Are they moving the dead body somewhere? Is there someone burying dead Pokemon somewhere? But also, I, I, I recently got on uh, Poke MMO just mm-hmm. to test it out. And I want to understand, because that's probably one of the better representations of what it would be like to be in a real Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. But there must just be Pokemon fainted everywhere. You'd be- there's just bodies. There's yeah. just bodies all bodies over Bodies on place. bodies. Everybody is concussed <laughs> and just out cold in the fucking dirt. You're just walking around in a graveyard. You're just like, great. Here yeah. we go again. Uh, also, the ever-present nature of just the combative Pokemon world. Just people just coming up to you in public and just asking to fight. What I really want to know is how many serial killers have just lured people into uh, into a, some sort of situation just by saying, "Hey, come over to my house and we'll have a Pokemon battle or something like that." Like, <laughs> well, I'm sure I mean, the kids are the kids are left on their own. There, there's so many kids walking around. There, we don't see the numbers, but there's yeah. hundreds of thousands of kids abducted. I mean, what is it? Universe. No, the thing is, too. I mean, supposedly. Ash is like 10 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's and no way. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, this again Vietnam, brings up dead. the thing in anime like bad parenting. Yeah. There's no parents. Kids are There's... just running around doing whatever they want. 10 year olds. <sighs> Smoking becoming... pot. Yeah. Apparently getting That's, married. Yeah. I mean, it's, Brock's it's like 15. So, I mean, I don't know. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean... don't think they age in the anime world, but. No. <laughs> they perpetually are 10 15 years old i think misty gets older for some reason yeah There's you like gotta get her up to legal older. age to not right feel bad that's, about that was their goal they're like we'll get her off for a couple seasons and then she'll be old enough and that's it We're we'll good. get her off for a couple of seasons tim <laughs> yeah awful yeah I, I stick with what i said uh also you know it, it's good to see it's good to see a character that you actually identify with and brock is just the thirstiest motherfucker i've ever seen <laughs> The is there a rewind is the first response you have to, you know, a hologram. It was probably about two rewinds and a night in the tent away from not being able to touch that invite at all. So I'm glad they were able to move right away. There's no there's probably, you know, when they were heading into the Mewtwo Island, I have no doubt in my mind that Brock probably thought this was going to end up being some sort of Olympic orgy town. He's just like, all right, all the best trainers are there. We're going to meet all these people. Things are going to go my way for once. What a reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust me. Oh, the shoot, Olympic orgies are, are is always in the back of my mind. There's something special. I've been to four, so. <laughs> I love that you get to just walk into the, the, the setup just, that they just, have. I'm just there. I'm just like, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, Tim, welcome back. Yeah. Want to hop in the orgy? Yeah. yeah. It's like, sure. I'm here. Why not? 
Yeah, well, when you bring in your own lube, everyone is pretty happy to have you there. <laughs> right. Uh, I had just a couple more. Ash's heroics. I mean, Ash is essentially the Tom Cruise of anime. He's jumping off buildings, yes. fist fighting you twos. It's really quite impressive. Uh, and I, I guess these are kind of similar points that have already been brought up. I mean, Mewtwo is maybe one bad blunt in reading Nietzsche from just being a straight-up depressive. Like, <laughs> philosophy is maybe something he should stay away from and just kind of let things be. He is so... He's like the most anxious teenager I've ever seen in anime. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of anime, but he's like... Yeah. He's pretty intense. He's up there. And uh, really just the Pikachu slapping scene. I mean, the, the voice actor for Pikachu, maybe it was the same person, but I don't know what the Oscars were looking like that year, but they made a bid. Uh, she she, she should have won. She nailed it. I've seen people get their fucking head cut off, and I was more sad about Pikachu getting slapped in the face by his, while Brother My Brother played in the background. Now, what's sadder, Pikachu pa punching Pikachu or a dog dying in a movie? Oh, well, I'll, that's funny because I said my dog Skip and Pikachu slapping each other were the two instances that I was the saddest as a kid. Yeah. So, that is, it's, it's too hard. It's, yeah. you can't. They're almost on the same level, which is it, which is scary. Do you think you cried in this movie? I I when Ash was you know turning black and white. I don't know. Maybe I pictured Ash as Frankie <laughs> Muniz and my dog Skip, and I just <laughs> I really was out there. I got teary eyed rewatching it. If that. Means <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, were there any takeaways or unintentional lessons that you got from this movie? Um, not necessarily unintentional lessons other than that you you should always watch both the sub and dub because Ooh. there's there's a lot taken away from this movie. There's a lot of differences between the two versions. Yeah, I um, heard there was definitely it was they really did a you know, a lot of different things in the in the you know, in the dub version. What's the spark notes on the differences, Tim? Um, so, essentially, I mean, in the Japanese version, they had that whole prologue. They mm -hmm. cut it for the theatrical release, but then brought it back later, but then cut it again. And I think that whole 10 minutes explains the entire story so much better. Yeah. Like, you feel for Mewtwo. You see the girl. Uh, what's her name? Amber, Amber 2, yeah. Yeah, Amber 2. What a name. Uh, you see that, and you really feel for Mewtwo. So when he starts acting unruly and, and trying to figure out what his life is, it, you start... You know, it makes more sense. But watching yeah. the dub, they just make him seem like a horrific villain the whole time. And yeah. it's it's just, it's interesting. And I think this could be said for a lot of different anime, that watching the sub and dub, even Sailor Moon is another one I really enjoy. Drastically different shows when you watch the sub and dub. We were attempting uh, pretty know, hard to watch the sub and the dub of these movies when we first started this podcast, and then things just got out of hand. It's too much. No, I get it. It's too much. Well, um, I really my my pot habit just prevents me from being you know productive half the week. So <laughs> you can't you can't sit there for too long, or it's just it's it's over. Yeah, unless I'm counting to <laughs> make questions on this podcast, and pot does nothing for me. No, uh, it doesn't help. No, Dad, were there any uh, unintentional lessons or a takeaway that you'd like to share? Well, I've brought up this before. It seems like anybody that gets telekinetic powers just loses their shit and goes immediately. Out to sleep and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the scene where, you know, after Mewtwo just, like, destroys the lab, and he's walking out of the flames. I'm telling you, it's, like, straight out of Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just... Yep. They, as soon as they get the power to just, to, you know, basically do anything they want, they just... Mewtwo as the female, or as the, the Pokemon Carrie is pretty a pretty apt comparison. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It is very much so. Yeah. Especially the murder spree goes on at the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, I guess we're, guess we're watching this. <laughs> 
We all love Stephen King. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, nothing. I mean, not that they're takeaways, but obviously, tears of Pokemon will, you know, yeah. bring you back to life. <laughs> yeah. Give your fucking Pokemon a dead arm and hope they can uh, cure your fucking <laughs> Alzheimer's or something. I don't. Does it cure diseases or just if you die? Uh, I don't know. If it cures diseases, then there's a lot of use for Pokemon tears that maybe we should. Giovanni's wasting his potential. If he, yeah. if, if they can heal, he's like, ah, I'll just have them fight. Yeah, you just sprinkle it on whatever sort of wound you have. You're you're all clean. <laughs> I had uh, just a couple. Pretty much that random places in the middle of the ocean are great for Leva bases. Uh, it's tried and true. If you're a bad guy, whether it be your Dr. No, Dr. Evil, or Jeffrey Epstein, if you're doing bad <laughs> shit, you probably should invest pretty early in an island. Uh, I like that last one. Yeah, nice. I stuck that one in. <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah. Uh, whenever someone starts talking about a prophecies, maybe you should just walk out of the room. I don't think there's any situation where you're presented with a situation. It's like the prophecy has told us that this storm, you know, this event, this thing is about to happen. It's like, all right, that's cool. I'm going to just move along. I don't need to be here. Just, right I'm going to go the other way. You deal with it. Yeah. If you're on the other part of the planet, it's not going to affect you. Unless Fine. I am literally the chosen one, I don't want to hear about mm-hmm. the prophecy. <laughs> not interested. Yeah, this is a, not a Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind situation where, you know, the, <laughs> the person is obviously Nausicaa from the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are no laws when you have Pokemon, or at least there's no laws when you want to battle. Uh, you could be dumb high, finger-fucking a crackhead in the middle of the road with a tourniquet around your arm and a shotgun on your hip. But as long as you say you're about to battle Pokemon right after, Officer Jenny is going to turn her head. She's not even going to think twice. What is she there for? I don't see her arrest or do anything to anybody ever. Well, she's like, I'm going to arrest you. It's like, all right, Nurse Jenny, or or Officer Jenny, are you really going to call down the Pidgeotto and put this dude in cuffs? I know she has Pokemon. Use them to yeah. arrest these people, or just bring out like, your hey. gun, officer. <laughs> right, <laughs> and there Use are what, guns. There yeah. are guns in the universe, and people can die apparently. So you yep. know, why don't you pull your? Why don't you flex your finger trigger, Officer Jenny? Uh, speaking of flexing, don't flex. Real strength is from the heart. That's that's just a good general lesson, and uh, the overarching message of the movie: racism is bad. It, it almost right. goes without being stated, but it has to be stated all the time. Don't be racist. Mm-hmm. Even in 1999. Yeah. Or, yeah. Any, any time period. <laughs> Not good. Uh, now we're... Tim, I'm sure you have paid attention. I'm sure Dad has also uh, paid plenty of attention. But we're, we're getting into the real... The nitty-gritty, where we're trying to decipher lies and truths. We're trying to see what our acumen is, is really looking like with these movies. I'm ready. So we're going to play Three Lies and a Truth. And this is the first time I've said this correctly in maybe three weeks. Because I keep saying three truths and a lie. (laughs) At this point, I'm usually crossfaded, so it doesn't really make sense. But I digress. So the first entry. In 1999, as part of a Burger King promotional campaign for the film's American debut, six unique 23-karat gold-plated Pokemon trading cards were randomly released into the public with customer orders. For almost two decades, the whereabouts of the cards remained unknown until the year 2018, where all six were sold together in Texas at the state's largest trading con auction for $1.37 million. In an interview with a recipient of the $1.37 million, a man who chose to withhold his name said that he had to travel to 12 different states in pursuit of one of the cards and spent well over $35,000 of his own money to acquire the full set. Entry number two. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) It's Tim. Entry number two. Following the passing of head writer Takashi Shudo, 
Director Yuiyama was approached to write his own screenplay for what would be the series' fourth movie. Although the film in which he wrote was never greenlighted, the writing duties were eventually given to another screenwriter. Yuiyama explained during a South by Southwest Pokemon panel that his original plan for the movie. Uh, I tried my best to write the fourth movie, he said, but I couldn't come up with any ideas that got past corporate. The first draft of the film was a story I had planned to use for the final anime episode. The Pokemon would rebel such like Spartacus and ancient Rome. Although at first glance, Pokemon appear to be friends with humans, they would realize they're actually being used as slaves, which would lead to an uprising. Pikachu would become the leader of the revolt and end up fighting with Ash. Team Rocket, who are in possession of lots of sinister Pokemon, including Meowth, who can translate the Pokemon language into human speech, would try to mediate the conflict, but they do a poor job of uh, interpreting, and only things would get worse. Uh, entry number three. Before his death in a series of translated blog posts, Takashi Shudo, former head writer for the Pokemon series in the film U2 Strikes Back, reveals that drugs and alcohol were not only prevalent, but integral into his creative process. He said, alcohol helps me make sense of all the lines of dialogue spinning around in my head and for clearing my mind when it's feeling fuzzy and scattered. If I can't drink, I take tranquilizers. Of course, the ones you normally buy in a pharmacy, not the illegal substances. When I get a little high, it helps me sort out all my confused thoughts. However, when it comes to alcohol and drugs, you need to know your limit. If you don't, I advise you to stay away from them altogether. And the final entry. While Pokemon has never been a franchise lacking in controversy, matters reached a fever pitch in September 2016 when a 21-year-old American international student was arrested in Yakin Terenberg, Russia, and sentenced to three and a half years in prison on counts of blasphemy for playing Pokemon Go in an Orthodox church. It was a rallying point for the would-be president during the final stretch of the campaign trail to have the young man released and for President Obama to intervene on the student's behalf. Dad, Tim, off the tip, which of these entries do you think is a lie? I guess you guys can work into conjunction or you can... Well, I mean, I think the first one is a lie. Yeah, you don't yeah. think Tim is is no. holding on to a yeah. several hundred thousand dollar piece of memorabilia? I got one of them. <laughs> because if he is, yes, we will be visiting you. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Really very soon, I imagine. Yeah, we're we're definitely coming for you. One point three seven million. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would do a lot for that amount of money. Uh, I don't think Tim oh. would be here, you know, doing a podcast with us. No, 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 no. Oh. No, that's what money does. You get bored, and you're like, yeah. oh, I'll help a yeah, friend. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, you have a podcasting empire no. or something. <clears throat> I'm, I'm stoked to be out here. This is fun. Well, uh, you are both correct. It is uh, not obviously true. Uh, sorry, right. Tim. I, I don't know if you're going to get more than, uh, I don't know how much money you could sell that for. So no, we have three was, left. I think I got it for like five bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure they cost. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, um, okay. So the second one. Uh, I mm, mm, that sounds too ridiculous. It sounds too ridiculous for it to be a premise for a movie. You said for the uh -huh. fourth Pokemon movie yep. because the fourth Pokemon movie is all about saving the environment. It's about they're trying to like burn down a forest. So it, it's complete opposite ends of the spectrum, which makes me think it's not true. Is that your final answer? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like you're you know better I, than me, I'm, Tim. I'm okay. That's yeah. That is my final answer. Okay, you are you were correct. It is uh, 
the way I do some of these categories, I do somewhat half truths or I take interview mm -hmm. comments and kind of mix them with whatever comes up in my head. This was an actual idea by the head writer. This is how he wanted to end the original anime because he didn't think Pokemon was going to continue to run in such a way. But obviously mm -hmm. it's become such a thing where they're trying to do this in perpetuity. Uh, but yeah. this was his idea that he wanted to do That's for the incredible. last incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> so now the last two entries, either the drugs and alcohol helped make Pokemon or President Trump fighting for a international American student in Russia arrested for blasphemy for playing Pokemon Go in church. You guys can either pick both of them together or you guys can pick one or the other, but someone's got to come out of here a winner. So the third one to me screams Drew. <laughs> it sounds like everything you would write. <laughs> You think the drugs and alcohol is is, is a, a fabrication by me? Yeah, I think it's a lot. I'm, I'm leaning that way myself. It is doesn't it, sound. I mean, tranquilizers. Come on. Is that your final answer for both of you guys? Oh, I think Jesus. so. At least for me. I'm I'm, I'm scared now. Or clocking it Pokemon in. Go was yeah. popular around 2016. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't. Uh, did it come? Actually, I can't believe that Trump out? though used, had to use a Pokemon Go fan of russia he would talk shit to obama about anything it could have been anything at all. yeah I, i'm gonna stick with my gut the third one is a lie okay. which means the fourth one is the truth dad yeah i'm going with tim you both are incorrect oh! <laughs> takashi was fucking drinking and popping pills I'm baby so that's bad. how pokemon was made it makes sense. It is that ridiculous. Damn. Well, but apparently man. there's this whole backstory about how the Lugia movie essentially sent this this head writer into a fucking spiral. Like, he became obsessed with the idea of Lugia and wanted it to be uh, essentially like a genderless character. And he didn't like the fact that it was voiced by a male. He wanted it to be both male and female. I mean, there's this whole backstory uh, revealed through these translated blog posts that the head writer was... I mean, at the really? end of his life, he was really kind of going off the rails. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, that's, good job, good job. Uh, the Pokemon, that actually happened, the Russia thing, but he was an American international student. It was a, it was a Russian uh, oh. citizen who was arrested for blasphemy for playing Pokemon wow. going to church. <laughs> that is, that's awful. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, well, you know, Putin apparently isn't trying to catch them all. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim, now it's you and me. We're, we're both on the same oh. team. We're playing Were You Paying Attention? Were you, I uh, think this. Would you like to read your 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 uh, description of who you are? Because I'm, I'm, I'm Colby Limp Nicky Nicastro III, 23 rookie out of Pittsburgh State with a broken penis. <laughs> uh, he won his yeah, first hey, game I last I, week. Yeah. I, I like that little addition. Thank <laughs> I you. I wasn't ready for that. Uh, okay, so uh, Drew created this character for me. So uh, let's see. I am Keith Smoothback Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smoothback, I nice. can't even. Oh, okay. <laughs> 21, rookie HB. What is HB? I'm not good at sports, guys. Halfback. Half okay. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> Halfback out of Western Kentucky University, ran for 1,000 yards and had 1,250 yards receiving for uh, uh, Hilltoppers his junior year in only eight games. 
uh, but hurt his Achilles in the shower while he was trying to shave himself stone <laughs> balls. <laughs> <laughs> stone. <laughs> All right. Well, this is that the offense now, man. It's a new era in, in Patriots football. Colby, Nicastro, oh. and Keith Ritchie are trying to bring glory back to the Patriots. Yeah. Because basically, That's... you know, we, we didn't, we're not going to make the playoffs. No. I've been relegated. I've been basically relegated to third string. I got the baseball cap on backwards. Yeah, I'm holding the iPad. You're calling a place. Yeah, I'm calling plays. <laughs> Hail Mary. And, Every time. Uh, this might be Every my last. Time. Might be my last season, but who knows? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to coach you guys up the best I can. All right, coach. Here we go. All right. Anyways, okay. Here we go. When Mewtwo finds himself alone, he becomes upset, and his brainwaves start to go out of control. Doctor Fuji gives instructions to administer a serum. How many units of serum does he order? Oh, jeez. Is it A, 10, B, 50, C, 100, or D, 500? Come on, this is... I'm going to say 100, so what, C? Yeah. And Tim, what are you going to do? Gonna, I'm going to say 500. 500? They're going to need it all. Uh, Drew is right. C is the correct answer. Yes! Basically, Tim, yeah, you, you know, missed the block and you almost got Drew sacked, but he was able to get the pass off, and uh, we're you know, looking right like there. a 15-yard gain on that one. All right, come on, smooth back, Solid. pick up your fucking block. <laughs> Limp Nicky is you know I pretty fast, bald, and he's able. And I didn't yeah. have the chance. He had yeah. A pretty, yeah, you're a rookie. You yeah. you really you you got to work on your blocking, right. but that's okay. Yeah, that's what it is. We're we're looking for you to break a couple long ones though. <clears throat> okay. Ash inexplicably wears a pair of driving gloves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I've always tried to understand, you know. I mean, you know, those pokeballs, like, you know. They're slippery. Yeah, they're slippery. He needs Oiled to get a up. good grip. Anyways, what color are his gloves? Is it A, blue, B, red, C, green, or D, black? Tim, would you like to go first? I believe it's blue. I'm going to go with C green. Oh, you're right. Drew is correct. Drew is correct. Nicastro <laughs> coming in strong. Dude, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention at all, clearly. And I've seen Ash 150 times. I was going to say, more. you probably know I'm more a, about I'm, it than me. I'm an amateur. I don't know nothing. Yeah, you, you need to uh, probably get your head in the game because we're about to pull you and... Uh, <laughs> You totally, oh, no. mid, yeah. Drew went to hand it off to you, and you totally went the wrong way. He actually I, was able to scramble for like a ten yard gain. So yeah. we're, we're still. I pulled it out of the pocket as I, I was <laughs> yeah. doing a run back off. Yeah. you were supposed to take the ball, but it's okay. You're a rookie. We're, we're you know, this is yeah. the end still, of the year. Yeah. Still working on it. Your Achilles is still fucked up. <laughs> All right. Brock is seen making a stew for lunch. What is the name he calls the stew? Is it A, Hungry Boy Shoe Leather Stew? Love it. Okay. <laughs> shoe Leather? Delicious. Lazy Boy No Chew Stew? Or is it Lazy Boy No Shoe Stew? Or Hungry Boy No Chew Stew? It's, uh, I'll go first. B. Yeah, it's the Lazy Boy No Chew Stew. Yes, you no get chew it. No Chew Stew? Yeah. Basically, Tim, you ran a wheel route and Drew hit you on the sideline. 
And uh, you got pushed out at about the five, but we're almost ready to score. He toe tapped, dude. Yeah, it was incredible. We're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> he broke you're, a tackle. You're getting, because... you're getting quite a few high fives on that one, and uh, you, now you're feeling pretty confident. You're. You know, I feel you, it in you my bones. You've the pregame jitters out. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say he even broke a tackle. He's just too slick. He's too bald headed. It's just a... <laughs> <laughs> too smooth. <Yeah. laughs> too smooth back. <laughs> All right, they get a little harder. <clears throat> Fuck. Um, the lab on uh, New Island has a number of wind turbines. There's a shot that shows how many wind turbines are <clears throat> at the lab. Is it A, 2, B, 3, C, 4, or D, 5? I have no idea. I didn't even know there were I, wind turbines. Yeah, you know the windmills that were spinning? Mm. I'm just okay. thinking of Tenet. Hit <laughs> <laughs> they hit a few of them in the movie. Like, like Mew gets thrown in between one. Oh, um, we're talking about Mewtwo's castle. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, it's the castle. I thought it what, didn't he recreate the lab? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, it was funny because I was like, why did he go back here? I mean, I guess it makes sense as far as the whole thing, but it was how do you make the castle? That's a yeah. different time. We'll yeah. talk about that later. At the end, apparently. <laughs> um... I'm leaning towards five. I want to say I saw five, but I'm not that confident. Well, I'm going to go with four because Nicastro is looking for the glory. I don't want to be pulled down by Smoothback Richie for fucking <laughs> five. <laughs> yes, Drew, four. Nicastro, oh, yes. <laughs> Punches it in, takes it by himself. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. I was Nobody's just talking about my broken dick anymore. Nope. Talking about how stone bald I am. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this is the last one. So soon? Yeah, unfortunately. Damn. But uh, <laughs> we're we're pretty much you know we we have no chance of losing a game. So, but you know we're looking for garbage time. <laughs> smooth back. <laughs> We want to punch it in with smooth bag Richie. Yeah, (laughs) it's garbage time, but we're you know we're trying to run up the score. But anyways, okay. When Pikachu is being chased by Mewtwo's Pokeballs, he wards them off using his electrical charges. How many charges does he emit before he's being captured? This is gonna be a tough one. I know. Is it A four, B five? C6 or D7? Tim, would you like to go first? Okay. Oh, I'm thinking of it. So he's <coughs> Pikachu's running. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> Just going, I'm trying to imagine it. So one, two, three. I'm going with four. I think it's it was only four. I want to say four, two, but just for the, the sake of, you know, competition, I'll go five. It was six. Fuck. Whatever. This is That's just not right. my game, guys. It, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you were brought off the practice squad. This is your first game. I mean, believe me, if true. you if it's... you did a few more of these, you would understand how this. You would watch these movies a little bit, you know, closer. I and... even like because listening to the podcast, I was aware. I was like, okay, I got to be, but but I paid attention to the guy yeah. at the beginning with his hat. I was like, ah, oh, they're gonna ask what color his hat was. Yeah. His little. His <laughs> this one was actually hard to you know come up. I mean, there wasn't any really obvious. Things you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know not so much. Maybe you could ask like something about how many Pokemon were in the uh, 
the great hall at the beginning or something. Yeah. Well, though, that's you know, even but, pretty hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. When, <laughs> I, I mean, I would imagine you. I would, would have fail six. terribly on that question. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be tricky. Yeah. Well, now that we've uh, walked away with another win on the Were You Rather, I'm glad I'm leading my All team back to, me, to yeah. victory. Oh, okay. Sorry. All thanks to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, smooth back. Keith, bring smooth it back in. on the ball this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's cool oh. off. Let's jump in the ice bath, have a little bit more of this uh, wine Gatorade, or maybe just drink some water. Uh, <laughs> Good old Poland Springs. Yeah. But we're jumping right into Would You Rather. Oh. Yeah. I'm ready. So, Dad and Tim. Would you That's rather me. battle your clone to death or be consciousness in a jar? So how I interpret this meaning in the jar is that mm-hmm. let's say you can you're almost like a fish in a fishbowl. You you can see what's going on, you don't have any sort of real body, but you're you're cognizant. You're all, you're almost just kind of around. Uh, but obviously the the clone to the death thing is self-explanatory. It's you. They know everything you're going to want to do. They know your strengths, weaknesses, and they're going to try to kick your ass. So what what would you rather do? So are you saying we are you know you're basically immortal, if you're conscious in a jar? Yeah, but you are just you know you're a light, you're a, a beam of light who can interpret this stuff going around. You're a fish in a fishbowl. So you're just there forever. Yep. Just in the jar until you get spilled, or I don't even know. <laughs> I don't Someone know. drinks you by accident. Yeah. Your, wor- your worlds are unstable. Yeah, well, I guess I had a, a sub note where I, you could create dream worlds. So let's say at night you could sleep and there's some form of reality that you can create in the same way that Amber 2 is able to make the uh, the remember place. But mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're sort of temporal. They're going to maybe not last. Oh, man. I, I think I'd rather fight my clone strictly based off the fact that if I win, I'm not in a jar the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's pretty important. Yeah, I would do the same. I, I, know, also... I know I could just, you know, put my clone right the fuck down. Yeah. This is a <laughs> <laughs> this is a recurring thing on this podcast where my dad believes he can oh, yeah. defeat I, any I challenger. Yeah, anybody. Anything. I will take them on. He can run 100 <laughs> yards through killer bees. I will just fucking... <laughs> Bitch slapped that freaking clone right yeah, down. Put no, him the no, fuck yeah. down. <laughs> we will have a slap fight. I will come out on top. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Glad we got the, the easy one out of the way. Uh, right. Would you Simple. rather be a grunt for a crime family on an evil island? So you have mm-hmm. some sort of normalcy. You're going to be doing grunt stuff, but maybe the whole island might blow up. Who really knows? Or you join Jesse, James, and Meowth as they try to catch Pikachu, which is obviously somewhat of a Cyphesian dilemma. You're going to never really do it, and you're always going to want to accomplish that task, but it's always out of reach. It's never going to happen. I'm not going to go for the crime family. No. That, that always ends think... badly. Yeah, they might gut True. you. <laughs> you end some... up being blown up or yeah. something. They, uh, they, and, they... and Jesse, James, and Meowth, I mean, they travel the world. They're yeah. going everywhere all the time. Sure, they blow up a few times, and you know, you're never going to get your goal in life, but yeah. you get to travel the world. That's fun. There is some camaraderie with the uh, the three of them. It would be I nice to join in. I do have to ask why Team Rocket is even in this movie. What did they accomplish? Well, Giovanni is the head of Team Rocket, and he was the one who funded the Mewtwo creation. Okay. And then Jesse and James and Meowth just are hell-bent on fucking getting Pikachu back for whatever reason. It's, it's the comedic value, really. They're just like, we're just going to throw them in. The kids like them, apparently. Yeah. 
I I think uh, it's it like seemed a... like they were just there to freaking you know announce the Pokemon. They were like, oh look, Charmander. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they even say one of them wrong. I think. Uh, yeah, they do. yeah, they, they say do. It's Alakazam, and it's yeah. and it's Slither, the, the, I, think, uh, yeah. I mean, I Scyther. don't know Pokemon, but the the pigeon one, Pidgeotto, or yeah. Pidgeot, they say that wrong too in the really? English version. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's purposeful. I wonder if they're doing a goof. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. They yeah. want a bunch of, like, you know, 10-year-olds calling Nintendo. No, not Nintendo. What am I saying? Nintendo. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's funded. It has a Nintendo link. Uh, would you guys rather upgrade your body, upgrade your body any way you want, but you're harvesting from a sentient clone? So let's say they can grow it in a lab, and in six months' time, you go under the needle, you can get a six-pack. You can add two inches to your penis. Whatever you want. You can get a better hairline. <laughs> sure. You're just taking it from a clone of yourself that you know is being kept in a lab somewhere, or you're only speaking puns for the rest of your life. Oh, easy puns every day of the week. So just okay. <laughs> what? Dude, what are you talking about? Puns are a way of life. They're so oh, did good. I have? I think I had. A, I changed that up at the last second. Oh, you did. The other one Why was have you betrayed something me? else. But you, yeah, you were saying eat lazy boy no uh, chew stew. Yeah, I changed my mind. I wanted to do the punt thing instead. I forgot to update that on the uh, shared document. You're harvesting from a sentient clone. Mm -hmm. It's like an island situation with Michael Bay. Uh, you know, <laughs> favorite of the pod. Yes, Michael, upgrade your body. Fuck yeah. Yeah, don't don't care about your clone. About my clone. Because he's going to feel the pain. He's going to be taken to the island, and you're going to oh, get... Oh, fuck, yeah. I don't give a shit about my clone. All right. That's fine. He's not me. <laughs> Honestly, if it meant that I could get a huge dick and a perfect hairline, <laughs> I would kill my clone, too. It wouldn't really matter to me. Now, my, see, my logic is women love funny guys, so if I'm punny all the time, I have a good chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess your puns have to be A1 if <laughs> you're yeah. only talking they, of puns. If you, yeah. You've got really quality they puns. Be good. Yeah. They have to be seductive. Uh, would you guys rather switch place with your clone and do whatever you want? And also, in addition, you get $5 million, but you can never come back and you can't talk to anyone that you knew. You have to essentially let the clone live your life or you wake up on a different island every morning with your uh, with your memory wiped. Damn it. Oh. So the island, is it like stocked with things or is it like Castaway where I'm stuck on stuck on the island? Well, you're only going to be there for a day. You're essentially going to live your life from island to island with very little memory. You'll have, let's say, the, the memories that you have up until the point you started this island chain. So you have mm -hmm. some memory, but you're going to be going somewhere else and you don't really know how you're getting there. And is the island, is it like, is there a house there? Or is it strictly just like an island where I had to survive every day? Well, maybe like, you like I had to go hunt. Maybe you could end up in some isle off Madagascar, and the next day you're in Hawaii. I guess it's just kind of depending okay. on where you land. But is it like Would ground, I run out is of it like Groundhog eventually? Day though? Because I mean, if you wake yeah. up, you don't know what the fuck you did. You won't. You wouldn't even know if you ate or. Uh, I guess you have the last memory that you have is before you started getting teleported to the island. So let's say you, so you get, couldn't really learn anything. No, you would have to essentially just survive day to day from island to island uh, with this big gap of memory. Or you abandon everything you know and everyone you love for $5 million cash and you get to do everything scot-free. Because no one is going to think that you're gone. Okay, if I right. switch places with my clone, where do I go? 
Anywhere you want. You get $5 million. But I can't come back. What do you mean by can't come back? You can't talk. Nobody knows who I am. Well, you essentially have to start a new life. Like, you can't talk to me, mom, Troy, anybody. It's essentially like you have forfeited your life and you get five five big million dollars to do whatever you'd like for the rest of your time on this earth. Well, yeah, I'm going to go that way because other other than that, no, I'm going to wake up on a different island every morning. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm not going to know you anyway. Uh, You're going to be like, who the fuck are you, man? Yeah. I wouldn't know who you are. Yeah, I think I'd take the, the five million too. Yeah. As sad as it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I had the choice, you know, it's like, you know. That'd be funny if we both took the answer and we just see each other in a different island. It's like, oh, shit, I left my phone at home. It's like, I did the same thing. <laughs> uh, would you rather have your tears bring people back to life for a whole year? So, you know, you go to the funeral, you look over your the corpse of your dead grandpa and you cry on him and he comes back. He's there for a year. Or right. you clone them, but there's a chance they'll be completely different personality-wise. Oh, I would definitely bring him back to life. For the year and just kind of... Oh, for a whole year? It's only a year. Or clone him? Yeah, I would do that. I mean, a clone is not them. Yeah, I mean... That's... Of course, so... you know, I would probably get a you know huge cult following... <laughs> people right, everyone would be like cry at my dead cry mom cry my dad yeah. man I want for another year <laughs> you'd be fucking Jesus Christ for yeah. hire I would be the you new messiah that would be pretty crazy the but then like what What if you get that sounds like a nightmare what if they actually. try to figure out like the FBI or the government comes in and tries to experiment on you I mean that's that's part of the complications of the question you might be scooped up by the CIA and they'll uh, they'll test you maybe try to clone they you really... oh I'll just go. I like, the... I like the idea of the tears, um, and you could you could cry on anybody at any point. So even if they're like all bones, would they get their skin back? <laughs> that's a, that's an interesting thing that I haven't thought. I was thinking like fresh dead bodies, but right. if I guess if you wanted to dig up some fucking skeleton and cry on them, then why not? Like that's part of the deal. Yeah, but that might even oh. be scarier because then you know they would try to make you cry and like Hitler or something's crazy. <laughs> they. they <laughs> Force you out into the middle of Berlin, fucking Germany. Yeah, cry on the floor. They would kidnap you for sure, man. The neo-Nazi yeah. subplot of these movies is tell that. them, you know, then tell them you, you know, you killed your, you know, your mother or something like that, make you cry, and then it's like you just brought freaking Hitler back to life. Is Hitler gonna really do a lot in a year, especially a year, if he's yeah, been dead? But whatever, man. He would just he'd probably make the most of it. Does he still have I the mustache? Absolutely. He would start a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he started a, pod- a podcast. That's what he would do. Holy crap. <laughs> Definitely YouTube. Uh, yeah. yeah. I- I'd pick the tears. I would pick the tears. I feel I feel pretty bad in saying this, but I think if Dead Hitler started a podcast today, it would be the most downloaded <laughs> podcast of all time. It would time. be the best podcast ever. Yeah. Dead Hitler. That's... No one would even blink. They oh would just be God. like, this is an oh. entertainment in 2020. I think that might get us canceled. <laughs> Of all the things, I've said Timothy Chalamet had chlamydia like two episodes ago. I, yeah. I don't think anything is going to happen. But you apologized. Did I? I think you did. I love Timothy. Well, you just said it again. Yeah. I apologize for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not going to relitigate uh, the, the STD uh, of Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> we're going to move right on. Would you guys rather learn your life's true purpose or have the ability to control the weather? Ugh. Oh, I had some. Well, I have some I, hard ones here. 
Yeah, yeah, these so are very my existential. True purpose, what if it's sad? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's like, oh, you're just supposed to cross the street? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to know my purpose. <laughs> well, at least it gives you some sort of direction. Like, Yeah, but what if it happens like midway through my life and the rest of my life's nothing? I mean, can you imagine oh, geez, if you can control the weather like every day's a sunny day? Or you could start, you know, that there's some real gambling implications with being able to control. Or the you weather. could probably make a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you could go out to the mm-hmm. desert and say, you know, go to Africa and say, hey, I can make it rain. Yeah, <laughs> pay me. <laughs> <Very well. laughs> Yeah, you go to California, it's like, I'll stop these fires right yeah, now. Right. I can stop these fires, but, you yeah. know, you're going to have to well, pay the that, fuck that up. That sounds sort gonna of gonna evil. You're going to have to pay up just a little bit. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think the weather ability, you can't, you can't. Yeah. I yeah. I'd I'm rather, all, I'd rather, I'm all in Because then my life purpose would be to bring joy to people yeah. with the weather, right? Yeah. You become the weatherman. <laughs> yeah, the real weatherman. Yeah. yeah. All right, I, I think I would also try to control the weather. I mean, like I said, there mm-hmm. there's some money making opportunities. At the very least, I can just bottle the water and sell it back to these rubes. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. Poland Springs. Yeah, sponsored, yeah, yeah. but not really. I wish. I wish Poland Springs was giving us money. Uh, would you Would you guys rather be a Pokemon grave digger? So your any Pokemon of any size is going to have to die at some point in their life, and you're going to have to be the one to bury them. Or you are given teenage emotions again for the rest of your life. So you have the same hormone composition that you did when you were like 13. Or you have (laughs) to just... Well, I still do now, so it's not a difference. (laughs) (laughs) What a flex. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I've been young for 40 years. Yeah. yeah, uh, uh, What the hell, though? I don't... Damn, I mean, I don't want to. The Pokemon would be sad. Yeah, bearing those. I mean, that's guys. just life, baby. You got to put them in the ground. <laughs> Either that, or you fucking burn them. To do... I mean, you could just cremate them. Teenage yeah, emotions for the rest be of like, your burn life. Them all. Yeah, yeah. You you hire other Pokemon to kill them, or at least cremate them. <laughs> Am I oh, getting we're, paid? We're Am up... I getting paid to be a grave digger? It's your yeah, career. It job? It's my career. Okay. It's your yeah. career. Whatever. You're not just like, uh, you know, you're not just seeing dead Pokemon on the side of the road like roadkill <laughs> and just burying them out of goodwill. <laughs> it's probably an app Scooping that you have, you know, Pokemon. the Pokemon Grave Digger app and you go yeah. around and you, yeah, there's a dead Pokemon over there. Well, I mean, you're technically helping the ecosystem because they're just going to become Gastly's, Gengar's, all those, those ghost type Pokemon. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's actually how that works, but I, oh, I, you're I, going a little too deep in the Pokemon world for me, right there. I don't know. I'm I'm always maybe a little too deep. I mean, shit. Yeah, I'll I'll dig graves for the Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. I think I would too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess you have a career. Yeah. I guess that's pretty important. It seems pretty stress. It's pretty stress free. I mean, digging holes, barren Pokemon. Very. That that's very zen of you. <laughs> uh, we have just a couple of these left. I believe we just have three. Would you uh, rather switch places with Kirk Cousin of the Minnesota Vikings and be forced to play quarterback for free for the next however long his contract is? Uh, and the, the Vikings are bad, and they're probably going to get you beaten up. Or be forced to engage in a dog fight whenever you take the dog out for a walk. So if you have any sort of pet, somebody's going to try to fucking kill your pet with their pet at any time they see it. Well, let me just say I have lived that life before. We have broken up dog fights, yes. and they're not fun. Yeah, that we've is, had many dogs that, that yeah that engaged in numerous dog fights. It's okay. I always won money off of it, so it never really. But there's no hey, way, and you know what? There's no way in hell I would be Kirk Cousins. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, you no, don't have to be Kirk Cousins. You just have to be the quarterback for the Vikings. Oh, switch places with Kirk. Yeah. No, and I'm not going to play for free. That is because you're I, doing it for free. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it for free. I would get no. murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you have to have a dog all the time? Uh, let's say that you're forced to have a pet. You have to have some sort of competitive advantage, or at least somebody to fight the other dogs with. And if the dog loses, do I have to get a new one immediately? Uh, yeah, you have to go search for a new dog out in the wilderness or bring him to fucking Nurse Joy. You got to do something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll do that then. You're going to do the dog fighting. I'll do the dog you fighting. You sick I mean. fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know, you could still break up the fight. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. They're, they're like, it's a Pokemon fight. They're trying to put your dog down. I Does my dog know any moves? Pokemon do bite. not. Like, <laughs> Pokemon don't bite. fight to the death. They at least fight until they're unconscious. <laughs> well, no, this oh, movie my dog gets did. unconscious. That's fine. I do that every night, anyways, with them. <laughs> oh Jesus! Fight, I fight him until yeah. he's unconscious. It's bedtime, babies. You fucking bare knuckle box your dog. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> Well, yeah, oh. I, I think I honestly would just play football for free. I would just love to be the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. And... It would be fun for a while, but not making any money. Then you would have to go do a job after. Whatever. Like you would have to be <laughs> whatever. If my linemen will pay for my dinners, dude. I, I will. If I'm going to be playing like Nicastro, they will be fucking paying me at any time, dude. They're going to get yeah, me see, that. I can't. I'd be stuck as Keith, so yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> You're not getting a max contract as Keith Richie. No. Uh, would you guys rather have bad songs played diegetically in the world at all the wrong times? So, hypothetically, let's say you've spent the whole night trying to seduce some girl. You're maybe talking to your grandmother on your deathbed. And then the Bare Naked Lady starts playing. Or some ridiculous song. Brother My Brother comes on as you're just about the nut. Like, some awful song isn't going to come on. Or... No, you're about to be... Uh-huh. Or... Climb down from a giant tower every time you have to leave the house. So you're in a Jack and the Beanstalk type of situation where you have to climb down just like Ash did from that big spire. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just to even leave so the house. Immediate, immediately what came to my mind is if you, like you were saying, if you're if you're uh, getting lucky with a girl, let's say, uh-huh. uh, and, and you get to the moment and then you pull down your pants and it's a small world after all. <laughs> I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it really kill the mood. Yeah, so, that's tough. With plus climbing down the tower, you would probably get pretty ripped. So I imagine you yeah, know you, you're working out every day. But what if you fall? You know you risk it. Yeah, you get no bandolier. Mm. You get no ropes. Let's say now, you just are Amazon drones. Can we can we get things delivered? Do you think a drone drugs? can? I mean, yeah, sure. You, somebody's <laughs> gonna be able to deliver stuff. Let's say your Pidgeotto picks up your your fucking mail. And you're able to get it, but you're still got to climb. Yeah. I, oh, I don't. The music would be funny. I would laugh every time because if it's always the song that doesn't belong there, it would be so funny <laughs> constantly. Yeah. But uh, maybe the tower. I think I think I like the tower better. Yeah. The yeah. chance to get buff. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the tower. I I think that's fine too. As someone who likes to rock climb, I think uh, you mm-hmm. know having just beefy ass forearms is a plus. Right. Uh, then we have our, our final would you rather. Uh, would you rather seb- celebrity box Mewtwo with no powers for eight rounds? So it's just you and the, the big man. And he's 6'7", 269 pounds. 
This is the official stats of Mewtwo. He looks like Damn. fucking Zion Williamson or Charles Barkley. <laughs> he is going to look like an NBA player. Or have one year... Oh, you also have one year to train. So you, at least you have a little bit of time. Or you were always going to be incredibly horny, but never have the ability to come or you know essentially have an orgasm. So you're always just... You feel like you're right on the cusp, but you'll never be able to actually reach that point. Mewtwo. I'd fight Mewtwo. Yeah. Absolutely. You wouldn't just want to live in ecstasy? I would love to just be on the verge of coming ecstasy. all the time. That'd be dude, dope. That would be pain. No, that seems it would a little be pain forever. I mean, whatever, dude. Coming is overrated. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, I mean, I'm sure any woman could probably tell you the same. No, the, the question here, though, is what's the, uh, what's the take in terms of the uh, celebrity boxing, I mean, even if I lose, I'm going to get some good. You mean the prize money? Yeah, it's an exhibition. What? So... <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I mean, bullshit. There's, there's no financial incentive. You're uh, stepping in the fucking ring with Mike Tyson. You're just doing it for the 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 press. You no get way. F- there's a, there's going to be a payout. All right, whatever. You get a hundred thousand dollars for getting your ass beat by a giant fucking Pokemon. We have a year to train. We might be able to beat him. There's no I'm way. <laughs> I believe in myself. Okay. I, you I sound guess, like me now, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> the male hubris of this show is insane. Dude, I can fight any Pokemon. Fisticuffs every day. Yeah. I think I might be able to swat a hop hip out of the air, but I don't know if I really have the ability to get Mewtwo. Uh, if I'm lucky, I could like kick a Pidgey or something. But Yeah. Well, now that we've oh. kind of looked at this movie every which way, now we're, we're trying to look a little bit further past it. We're trying to think about maybe potential sequel ideas, maybe just like the general life of these characters that maybe don't align with where we think they're going to go. We're going to play a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a Ghibli all grown up. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. do you have any potential sequel ideas that you'd like to share? So I don't know if this counts, but can I just take the actual sequel that came out? The real, you have to do not some Pokemon s- 2000. <laughs> Mewtwo Returns. Oh. There's a real sequel. Well, what's that? Uh, it's uh, so Mewtwo. He uh, takes all of his little clone creatures and brings them to the top of this mountain, and everybody's got their memory mic- wiped except for Giovanni. And so he gets this whole like platoon of Team Rocket soldiers, and there's a huge war between. And this is real. This is a real. It's an hour long special. Um, and so he goes to war with Mewtwo, and then Ash, of course, and his squad all stumble upon it and help Mewtwo because Mewtwo gets super injured, really uh-huh. hurt. So Ash has to bring Mew, uh, Mewtwo up a mountain and dip him in some healing water for him to get healthy and healed again. Um, and then Mewtwo leaves everyone's memory the same. It's a weird. It's very odd. You could have just it's pawned this off odd. as your own plot, and I would have not. That's known what it was. This doesn't exist, guys. Doesn't exist. Is this this is coming out or you're saying it already came it's out. Already it already out. came out. Oh, yep. Wow. It came out in 2007, I want to say. Oh, okay. So it's been a while. Yeah, well, I'm glad yeah, the, um, I'm glad the writers got some better ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, it, uh... it was it was odd. It was very odd. Well, it's never going to top Spartacus in Rome. <laughs> it will not. No. Dad, do you have any uh potential sequel ideas that you would like to share? Well, I don't have any, you know, fully formed ones but i had a couple ideas because you know at the end you know when they they basically uh you know they don't they forget what's going on Mm -hmm. but i have this like sort of instance where it's like groundhog day where you know all of a sudden they get reintroduced to you know 
again and they keep going over the same, you know, I guess uh, Mewtwo keeps trying to figure out, you know, what Pokemon are all about, you know, so he just keeps having Ash and those guys. And then the other one I'm thinking is that, you know, the Pokemon realizes, like, why are we fighting each other, you know? And they decide to, like, form their own, like, union <laughs> <laughs> and start demanding, like, equal rights. And it's like, you know, we demand that we be left out, you know, let out of our Pokeballs, you know, X number of hours or days. And uh, I mean, I don't know if it's controversial, but I wouldn't let a Pokemon vote. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't that's let them awful, in the dude. front Terrible. of my bus or the back. No, that, that's fucked up. <laughs> Messed up, man. Holy crap, man. Yeah, that was a tough, that was a tough <laughs> joke. Uh, speaking of tough jokes, I have Brock living a very tough life. For my potential sequel mm. idea, Brock is going to get a girl pregnant. You can only travel oh, around the entire Kanto region so many times before you uh, eventually land. Um, and maybe it's a little sooner than we think. But Brock is going to have to separate from the, the Misty Ash crew, and he's going to have to straight up be a dad just try to make a real living for his uh his newborn son Mewtwo as he tries to assimilate back into the world is just going to start becoming a, a lucrative construction manager I mean he has a real knack for building apparently I mean he reconstructed the whole lab he starts a small firm in the region and moves in next door to Brock they become buddies <laughs> becomes a, a knocked up type of situation All right. uh, yeah Mewtwo has reached a point of philosophical despair that he's smoking a lot of pot. And he starts a family with a Munchlax, which essentially he just did because it was the only Pokemon that would listen to him, bitch. Uh, and he just fell in love with the thing. So now they're living together. What's a Munchlax? It's the uh, unevolved form of a Snorlax, which I guess Mewtwo likes him young. Uh, but Brock uh, continues to watch Ash follow his dreams. Uh, he's following him on Instagram. He sees him, you know, tweeting stuff out. Him and Misty start dating, but things are, oh, wow, that's a nice munch. Oh, uh, yeah, that's. Oh, nice. Got a little derailed. Looks a little like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Mewtwo is hitting up. Uh, but him and, him and Misty start dating, but things are, things are red, hot, red hot. The wheels are essentially coming off. I mean, Misty is way too hot to handle. She's starting fights. Wait. Brock and Misty are together? No, 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 no. Ash and Misty. Oh, okay, no, this yeah. is what I'm here for. Yeah, they're, they're on yeah. the road. They're fucking doing, uh, you know, everything you can imagine under the sun, but Ash just can't handle it. He is spiraling out of control. He's insecure that he's not has, you know, as many badges. He's unperforming in gym battles. He's just stressed mm -hmm. out in bed. He can't even <laughs> make it happen for Misty. And he's we worried. We can all relate. For sure. And he's worried that Misty is getting dicks elsewhere. So he starts hitting the bottle. He's... Be being a oh, drinker, no. he's getting his tranquilizers on. No. Brock gets a phone call from Pikachu in the middle of the night. Of course. You know. Pika? Pikachu? Brock? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Pikachu, is that you? <laughs> Pika Pikachu! What, what are you talking about? Ash is... What do you mean he's doing drugs? <laughs> Kicking a boner? <laughs> but yeah he has this midnight conversation with pikachu and pikachu essentially lets him in uh, on the news that ash is just out of control <laughs> so hell, man so brock invites him over to coffee just trying to bring ash back down to uh bring back down to earth and ash just pulls up shit face like he is just the worst version of himself he starts essentially pulling a bieber in front of brock's kid pissing in front of the 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 fireplace just being an asshole whoa now is ash still 10 years old at this point 
No, they're grown up. I mean, okay, yeah. Okay. If he's I... he's old enough to be underperforming in bed. That's essentially where we're at in our lives. It sort of feels like Pokemon 1984, though. I mean, this sounds like an 80s, you know, rehash of you know. He's probably he's doing... probably doing coke. Yeah, I mean... he's, he's smoking crack. He's doing it. He's snorting a little stardust. I don't know what it is, but he's got it. Uh, but Mewtwo hears a ruckus going on. He just hears Ash just being rambunctious. So Mewtwo comes over, he knocks on the door, is just trying to figure out. And Ash just starts acting belligerent. You know, it's like, you don't know anything about Brock. He was my best friend. And then Mewtwo is like, yeah, he was. And then Ash swings on him. And Mewtwo hurts him badly. He fucking just absolutely knocks him out cold maybe breaks a couple ribs maybe I, I don't know how bad you want to do it but he hurts him bad and then uh, uh you know the police are called officer jenny and all the uh the officers show up it's just like 30 officer jennies because they all look the same guns drawn and brock in a sort of like the matrix you know when... <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to make it embarrassing for but you know brock in a heroic move He's going to take the charge from Mewtwo, proving once and for all that humans and Pokemon are equal. And Mewtwo can continue his life with Munchlax and building homes and, you know, it's happily ever after. Brock goes to prison and uh, just lets his his kid essentially grow up like, you know, the place beyond the pines. I, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> that is his son becomes most, 42. That is definitely the most oh. incredible sequel that you've you've pulled off. Thank you. I really, I yeah, thought I struck was... gold. Yeah, I actually have that a, was top class. I had a, a deleted scene subplot that I actually wrote in here that Mewtwo just <laughs> straight up, straight up hates Munchlax. He just can't believe he got, uh, you know, married to this fucking fat ass little Pokemon. <laughs> he could be fucking an Articuno. He could even be hooking up with the Splice Girl, like the woman from Splice, <laughs> Splice Girl. So of course, it, maybe he just takes the charge for himself and he just kind of allows it to happen. I don't know. I guess it's however you want to end the movie, but that was my best go. <laughs> I, I, I'm. That's yeah, applause, right? right. Oh, absolutely. What We've do been... you, what do you calling it? Uh, fucking brocked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lungs, they're filling oh, up. Oh, that was shoot. awesome. Glad, glad I'm finally getting Holy the crap. recognition that I'm uh, looking for as a writer. It's taken long enough. It's, dude, you nailed it. You, that's incredible. I can't wait. Theaters next year, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You'll you'll catch it on Netflix uh, when we get that recast as well. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad that I could give you guys my best because now we're looking at trying to put this movie into the best of anything. We're putting them on the rush more. We're trying to put these movies into a grander context. We're, we're really just testing what this movie's got so we little a, did you know tim that we are the gatekeepers of the cinematic rushmores yeah i i wasn't aware but now i know oh, yeah yeah we, we've taken the <laughs> title for the ourselves official. yeah miramax is shutting down we're stepping into weinstein's <laughs> office we're not asking for favors but we're we're trying to do good by the film industry so on the first rushmore we have best clones mm -hmm. does mewtwo beat out Mini-Me from Austin Powers, the Splice Girl from Splice, uh, the Clone Trooper Army in Star Wars Clone Wars, and then Sam Rockwell as Sam Bell in Moon. And I have a couple honorable mentions. I have Rupert Friend as Agent 47 in Hitman. 
uh, Ripley in Alien Resurrection, Ewan McGregor as Lincoln Six Echo in The Island, Michael Keaton in Multiplicity, Lapita Nyong'o in Us, which is kind of a spoiler. Sorry. Uh, Jack, Har- uh, Jack Harper played by Tom Cruise in Oblivion, Tom Hardy as Shinzo or Shinzon in Star Trek Nemesis, uh, Carrie Mulligan in Never Let Me Go, the Wolverine clone in Logan, and uh, oh, Hugh Jackman's clone in The Prestige and the Dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Does Mewtwo get onto the best clones, Rushmore? Well, first of all, I don't think the Splice Woman was actually a clone. She was some kind of I manufactured think, genetic yeah, creature. That... Did you just bring that in? No, I don't know. I don't know. I just like the splice. I got to kick her out <laughs> right away. Yeah, we could we could swap her out for one of the honorable mentions. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't. We we're contemplating oh, no. right now. Yeah, Mewtwo. you guys have to decide where who gets put on. <laughs> um, well, I'm willing to get rid of her if she's not an official. No, club. she's okay. not official. Club. Well, that's my bad for being a bad host. Uh, so the splice girl is off, but we still need to fill that spot. So what are you guys thinking with all this pool that we got going? We need something. Um, we can't just have three piece uh, people on the mountainside. We need four. It looks weird. I, I mean, I might have to say that Mewtwo belongs on the Rushmore. I mean, he might be the most powerful clone ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. All right. Wow. Mewtwo is uh, starting strong. You know, kicking off his potential uh, love interest in a sequel and stepping onto the Rushmore himself. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't know half these clones. I didn't know Jack Harper, Tom Cruise, Oblivion. He was a clone. Yeah, I mean, I, the thing is, as we continue to show, I'm a dilettante, and I've never seen any movie, but I know a lot about movies, and I haven't seen half <laughs> of these. Uh, I think there was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he was a clone. There was, and I, I guess I just forgot to put what? that one up there. Wait a minute. We might have to relitigate because this Sam Rockwell as Sam Bell in, in Moon. That I mean, that's a good role. I mean, that's not like a, a bad performance for a clown. No, I'm not saying it's a bad performance. We Arnold is. I feel like Arnold is the shadow that lives over this podcast. So, I you know I would personally change out a few people myself. Looking at those honorable mentions, bring it up. Yeah, dude. What do you want to do? <laughs> I I think Hugh Jackman's clone in the in <laughs> the Prestige. Oh, should oh. replace Splice Girl. Well, I, well, we already. I think we already. Well, yeah, you're right, because we didn't... Well, we had to kick her off to put Mewtwo on. Yeah. Well, I guess in terms of just other people who should be up there. Is really Mini-Me a clone? He is. He's he's just a failed cloned experiment. He's a, he's he's Mini-Me. He, he's it, earned it. He's, yeah. been, he's had a hard-knock life, so... For sure. We gotta... R.I.P. Vern Troyer. But if you... He's a failed clone. <laughs> but he made the most of it. Yeah, everybody right. remembers him. He All has right. a sex tape, dude. Don't yeah. fucking do this to Vern. He's dead. What was the, the guy's real name? Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. Do you ever seen that like reality show where he was drunk as fuck? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he had a sex. I tape. give him props for that, man. I yeah. It is what it is. Was wow. he drinking wine? You might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> I take uh, Mini Me Debris at Bourbon. I think guy. he's taking horse tranquilizers too because he just freaking flat out passed out. Oh, God. That, that show is great. I don't know. I know what you're kind of talking about, but I. You I didn't see that? I, I watched this. I think today. it was on MTV or something. I don't know. <laughs> Drew watches it for the story. Yeah. I, like I've said in previous episodes, I read Playboy for the articles and I watch porn for the comments. <laughs> 
I don't actually really care about what's going on. I actually just want to watch more of the suggested videos. I kind of just see them down there. I'm like, oh, this looks like it could be fun. Uh, moving on. Best evil layers. Does Mewtwo's island lair beat out the Death Star in Star Wars, Neander Wallace's Wallace headquarters in Blade Runner 2049, uh, Oscar Isaac's Alaskan uh, uh, compound in Ex Machina, or Marlon Brando uh, in his jungle lair in, uh, for, you know, Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. And uh, we have a couple honorable mentions. We have Dr. Evil's Volcano Lair, which, oh, geez, I actually wanted to put that up there. But whatever, I'll, I'll move on. Syndrome's Lair in The Incredibles, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt's Palace in Star Wars, Buffalo Bill's House in Silence of the Lambs. Actually, uh, you know, okay. Uh, <laughs> Bates Motel in Psycho, Atlantis and James Bond, uh, the... Sp- and then uh, the Arctic Lair in G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, Felonius Grooves Lab in Despicable Me, and then the Thuggy Temple in uh, Temple of Doom. And I actually think I had changed. Yeah, you changed a lot because whatever you're reading from. Is- yeah, I have a separate document, so that's my bad. So the actual evil lair is the Death Star, Dr. Evil's Volcano Lair, uh, Thuggy Temple, and Buffalo Bill's House. That's the real one. I'm sorry. I was reading off, uh, and all the other ones are honorable mentions. Uh, no chance. He doesn't. This Mewtwo's Island lairs. Lame. Yeah. Also, I mean, he doesn't have... All that l- it had, like, it looked like it had, like, a pokey gym. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon gym. <laughs> yeah, it had a battlefield. I, you know, yeah. I would argue Buffalo's Bill's house isn't as memorable as the Pokemon, that uh, Mewtwo's lair. I would argue just because a good chunk of it, you see, is is, like, in the dark, right? Yeah. If I recall, isn't there a night vision scene yep. where she's running through? Um, but does Mewtwo I mean, have a have a have a well in his house? He doesn't have a well, and he doesn't put lotion in it. Yeah. So, you know, does Mewtwo that, ever say that important. he would fuck himself? <laughs> because I think Buffalo Bill definitely does. He gets yeah, pretty close. In... He, he Mewtwo he thinks it, but we don't hear it. Yeah. A, it... I, I, hey, I'm willing to. Say, I mean, it is the well. The well might put it up just a little bit. Uh huh. I'll accept it because of the well. So are we so keeping it, the it rush more intact? I think we should. Really? I think it, it only makes sense. I don't think Unless Buffalo, there's something Buffalo else. Bill's house is memorable. I don't think it's a lair. What would you put it's in? It's a house. <laughs> I mean, a lair is a pretty ambiguous term. It, it seems like that's it's whatever you... I mean, my home is a lair. I, I just call it a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anything, I would remove that, but I don't know if I would put Mewtwo in there. Yeah, I guess if you no, want to... definitely Mewtwo's not in there, but no, I mean you could put all, any of the honorable mentions there as well. I mean, I think Doctor Evil's volcano lair with its liquid hot magma is is untouchable. <laughs> you can't you can't approach Doctor Evil for that reason. Yeah, you can't you can't touch that one. Okay, yeah. well, too bad for the lair. I guess his construction firm isn't going to pan out for Mewtwo. <laughs> no, it's not going to be great. Yeah. Uh, next we have worst experiment gone wrong or worst best however you want to quantify this this rushmore does mewtwo uh, as a failed clone beat out uh trying to cure cancer and i am legend straight up starting a quasi zombie apocalypse uh trying to cure <laughs> alzheimer's in the planet of the apes dr frankenstein's creation of artificial life in frankenstein or the cloning of dinosaurs in jurassic park we have a couple of honorable mentions. It is uh, Doc Ock's search for renewable energy in Spider-Man 2, Dr. Moreau's quest for a human-animal hybrid 
in Dr. Moreau. Uh, the creation of a human-animal hybrid in Splice. The removal of Intrinsic Field and Watchmen with Dr. Manhattan. Bruce Banner's attempt to recreate the Super Soldier Serum in The Hulk. Uh, the uh, Trying to create teleportation in The Fly. Essentially messing with the Ebola virus and 28 Days Later. I don't know how Drew Barrymore got her shit in Firestarter, but that was a thing. Uh, building a shrink ray and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, and then trying to be invisible in the Hollow Man and then the Human Centipede, which I don't know if it was exactly a failed experiment because that seemed exactly what he wanted to do. But it was successful. It was a, a I guess it was. A, it was a successful experiment. It did just go wrong. What, the Human Centipede? Yeah, I think he, they end up killing him at the end. and They, they made up, three movies. Did you watch any of those, Tim? I see them all. Oh, man. I never saw the third, <laughs> the third one. one. The third one, it's a human millipede. They, he gets 100 people and attaches no them all. No way. 100 oh, people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I know yeah, what I'm he's doing at when a I prison. It's insane. It's disgusting, but, oh, man. I thought the second um, one was bad. I couldn't watch the, those. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're, oh, they churn your stomach. Yeah. Breathtaking. <laughs> I remember you um, guys so, watched it, man, and you were talking about it, and then I just like, no, I'm I'm not gonna go there. No, no, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's made for. Of course, I can remember as a kid watching Jaws and being totally terrified of when the head came out. You know, and when they're you've seen, you know, in Jaws when he's you know below and the, uh-huh. the head. As a kid, that jump scare still terrifies oh, me. Oh, I, I remember watching that and just like covering my freaking eyes. I mean, I couldn't handle that. I mean, I, horror movies used to scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> it's okay. We I all mean, they don't anymore, but I mean, yeah, I still get nightmares. <laughs> yeah, it's just about real world <laughs> stuff like taxes. Yeah, I still, I still can't swim in the ocean. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, does Mewtwo? You guys think get on the worst experiment gone wrong? I mean, the ones that I have up there are, are tough, since they have world-changing implications. So how I'm thinking about it in my head is Mewtwo killed a bunch of people, uh-huh. compared to Frankenstein, who only killed, what, a couple? Yeah, he definitely had... I think in the had... movie he kills, the original movie at least, I think he kills like three, like he kills this little girl, uh-huh. and then I think he kills some people who are trying to stop him. But Mewtwo, I feel like, kills more. Now, I don't know if that necessarily is enough because the implications that a human could be brought back to life or a bunch of human parts could be brought back to life seems bigger than a Pokemon being made as much as... But it's a failed experiment. In a way, Mewtwo is a Frankenstein. I mean, in some ways. Yeah. Those are the only two that are, like, close to me. Everything else, I think, uh, they deserve it for sure. Yeah. Mary Shelley is rolling in her grave as we compare Mewtwo to Frankenstein, but <laughs> whatever. I didn't realize that uh, trying to cure Alzheimer's was the result of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, in the James Franco movie, I... he was creating a of essentially some sort of medicine for his uh, wow. Alzheimer-ridden father. Uh, yeah. I guess I remember that Oh, now. right. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's a total recreation movies. of the Planet of the Apes. I'm talking about the Charlton Heston one. Mm. Shaw. <laughs> I don't know anything about Charlton Heston except his fake-ass beard. So, you guys think he's not going to get on there, or he should? Apologies to Charlton Heston. Of course, well, he was NRA. I don't know. Maybe not. Charlton Heston was probably a racist. I don't know. <laughs> he's probably dead, too. I don't really care. 
I'm not apologizing he, to no, dead people. No, he is dead at this point. <laughs> yeah. I refuse to apologize to dead people. And they That's took fine. that gun out of his dead and cold and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it seems to me that Mewtwo doesn't have a chance. I mean, the, he didn't change the so. world, but... Nah. No. Well, we have our uh, final Rushmore. It is best angsty teen. So does Mewtwo, is he going to beat out Jake Gyllenhaal as Donnie Darko in Donnie Darko, James Dean as Jim Stark in Rebel Without a Cause, Ali Sheedy as Allison Reynolds in The Breakfast Club, or uh, uh, Winona Ryder as Lydia Dietz in Beetlejuice? Oh, wait, I have more than shit. (gasps) I have uh actually I, I have another one. I, I messed with this document enough. I actually had replaced <laughs> Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club with Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio as uh, Romeo Montague and Romeo plus Juliet. So Ali Sheedy is actually an honorable mention. The other ones are Lizzie Kaplan as Janice Ian and Mean Girls, Robert Sean Leonard as Neil Perry in the Dead Poet Society, who just wants to be an actor. Uh, Alan Ruck <laughs> as Cameron Fry and Ferris Bueller, and uh, Kirsten Dunst as Lux Lisbon in Virgin Suicides. Does Mewtwo get on to the angsty teen Rushmore? You got a good list. It's a really good list here. I apparently can't even make these lists this week because I keep <laughs> crossing them over. But you were just—you were so nervous to have me on. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was very intimidated, Tim. <laughs> I knew you would be bringing the heat. I got a lot of presents, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I brought props. <laughs> I brought yeah. water. You derailed one of my questions by having one of the things I was talking about. So <laughs> I did not expect oh. that for sure. What do you guys think? Nah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going there. No. No. The only one I would want to replace is James Dean, only because I haven't seen the movie, and so I don't know how angsty he really is. Uh, it's the classic thing. It's like you're tearing me apart. <laughs> like he's talking to his parents. <laughs> like he's, you know. Yeah, he definitely belongs there. He's he's the yep. he's the original angsty. Yeah, yeah, he 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 made the angsty yes, team. exactly. So maybe two would be nothing without him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. James um, Dean. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could get anybody else. Uh, uh, take him off the list. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I I've heard the same spiel that YouTube give. Uh, YouTube. That, <laughs> I've heard the same spiel that Mewtwo gives from any person who's ever smoked weed and had any philosophy in college. So, you know, yep. I, I'm not too impressed. Well, uh, we've reached the part of the podcast where. We're essentially just trying to make this happen. We we were we're doing a live action Netflix recast. We're we're picking all the components, the director. We're recasting all the uh, people. We're trying to get the the most that we can. Um, Tim, I don't know if you've compiled any sort of answers. Um, I know that my dad and I, and if you hadn't, I guess you can definitely comment on anything that you uh, you think might be good, but. Funny enough, uh, your list is ace. Like the really? list we have rocking here, I, <laughs> I seriously, I thought exactly of Jun Ho because of Oakja, because yeah. it felt like almost a, a, a live action Pokemon movie in a sense. So perfect. I don't think I could do any better than what I see here. So go and I'll comment as we go. Okay. Well, I'm glad you liked my choice of Bong Jun Ho, who is uh, the director of Parasite and Oakja. Who, I mean, it is ostensibly a, a Pokemon movie in some ways. Uh, Dad, who did you have as your Ash Ketchum? Or uh, unless you do have a director idea, I didn't know. No, I, I, I sort of passed on that. I don't know why, but it's off okay. the top of my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michael Bay. 
<laughs> well, Michael Bay's always in the in the running. It is, I mean, this is about clones, and he has done a clone movie, yeah. so maybe he wouldn't do he wouldn't dip twice. But uh, anybody for your Ash? Yeah, for Ash, I had Noah Jupe, who was uh, he was in Honey Boy, as that the now the uh, undoing, the infamous Shia LaBeouf, who is probably will never be featured on this podcast again, but. <laughs> <laughs> no Jupe, I like is that character. I, I definitely think that's a, a pretty good choice. I had, uh, you know, friend of the pod, Finn Wolfhard, just because I'm trying to do it. You know, I, when, we, when we get to your Misty pick, I'm, I'm fucking Finn Wolfhard's agent, dude. I'm trying to get him in movies. <laughs> uh, but the real choice that I have that has actually kind of been reused in some of these uh, Dreamcasts that I've seen on the internet but uh, most popular 18-year-old and FamousBirthdays.com, Asher Angel, who was in Shazam. I mean, his name is Ash. So <laughs> so it fits. It feels like that it wouldn't be too much of a stretch. That's how I made one of my other picks because he had the same name. Yeah, that that's all you need. And I, I mean, when we get there, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, Finn, Finn Wolfhard was my pick initially. And then I saw you do it. So I was like, okay, I guess I don't need it then. Whatever. Anybody, you know, if you've been in Stranger Things, you're probably going to be cast into one of these movies by me. Even <laughs> though I have watched like five episodes of Stranger Things. Uh, who did you have as your Misty dad? And I want to give you shit for your first name here, but <laughs> go right ahead and say it. Well, Madeline McCraw's in, you know, part of my, you know, I'm her agent, so. But, I, yeah, okay. I guess if you're going, if you're casting Misty as a 10-year-old. That's how old she is. But there's no way we can cast this movie as their actual ages. Nope. Why not? <laughs> I don't know, man. Because Brock is 15 trying to fuck anything with legs, dude. Like He's I, not going after Misty. Who, says who? I don't know what the... Do you well, remember? in your freaking demented sequel, he is. Okay. Or no, Ash is. Yeah, Ash, <laughs> Ash is the one who's wheeling and dealing. Yeah. I mean, Where's Ash's mom? That's the real question. Yeah. She's the only one I care about. Delilah, I think her name is. Oh, does yeah. he have a mom? He does have a mom. He oh. does not have a dad, though. Uh, who is your? Well, he, we uh, wait, whoa, yeah. whoa! I thought he did have a dad. Well, he's he he went off for a pack of cigarettes and he never came home. <laughs> oh. Well, or Professor Oak. Yeah, or Professor Oak is the one who knocked up his mother. Holy that's also holy crap! Is that controversy? That that's one of those things that's been talked about in Palatown fiction thing. Well, it's a Palatown rumor. Everyone thinks Ash's yeah. mom is a hussy. <laughs> on our, our super popular uh, uh, YouTube channel, the Drew and Tim Show, we talked about it a lot. Really? I can't. Re- I really don't remember that, but I remember making a lot of <laughs> dirty jokes on that. So there, there's a lot in there. But that was, that, I think, it was the first episode. You were, you were gung ho. Like Professor Oak is Ash's dad. Let's do this. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. That's a joke that I would make every time. Is Oak like old? Mm-hmm. Oak, Oak is old enough to have inseminated his mom. So I, that's Twice. the grossest way to put it, but Damn. that's that's the way it has to be. I didn't do enough research. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to know about the the sexual liaisons of these characters, especially if they're fucking ten. Uh, <laughs> but who is your secondary? Is pick? there going to be like a Pokemon hentai or? There already is, dude. There is? There's no way there's not. There's crazy, yeah. I have, tr- you know, be. I'm not going to claim to have seen it because I haven't. But there's no. It's the rule. Is it rule? <laughs> is it rule forty two? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah, Rule Thirty-four mm-hmm. is an internet principle that anything you can think of, there's porn related to it. <laughs> Even just typing in Officer Jenny's name, it was like the 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 tenth picture down. It was just her sucking dick. What? It was a cartoon penis. It was really just you don't it's, have to look very hard. Pokemon, Pokemon's a terrible offender of it. 
this is how I, I mean, I'm not going to get into how I, you know, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Who's your other really? We're talking about Pokemon life. here. I mean, I've talked about the time that I, you know, the first time that I saw anime titties. So I, I've already treaded that, that land, that water. Misty, I had a huge crush on her growing up. Did you? I did. Yep. She, she actually spawned my love of redheaded women. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I get <laughs> oh, it now. Yeah. Drew knows. Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. My oh, wife shoot. is a redhead. Yeah, my, my dad also was a fan of Misty, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, crap. Uh, but All right, saying... well, I went with Madeline McGraw, but I knew you were going to give me shit for that. Yeah. And right then I so. had um, <laughs> Sadie Sink, uh-huh. who was in Stranger Things. Which I, I think is a more acceptable pick. Yeah. I think she's at least 18 years old. Yeah, well, that's really was my true pick. I just threw in Madeline because I knew. You just want to get me riled up? Yeah, I do. I want to <laughs> see me red-faced in front of Tim fighting for <laughs> <laughs> talking about anime porn. I'm, I'm wait, waiting for the fight to come. Yeah, well. I'm ready. Well, I, I mean, Michael Bay has lost its, you know, you don't get you know charged up about Michael Bay. Anymore, no, so. I've come around on Bay. Yeah. Bay's my new, my new man. Yeah, I almost. He's your bay. Yeah, well, we he's, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's my bay. Your new bay. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny, Tim. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, I also had a, a Madeline. I had a Madeline Petched, or P E. I don't really know how to say her last name, but she's from Riverdale. I also had a uh, Abigail Cohen, who was in uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina of the Stranger Things, or also in Stranger Things. I think she's probably more of uh, the pick that I would want to go with. I just think she looks more like the character. And uh, I'm, that's how I decide most of these things, is if they look kind of similar. <laughs> uh, what about Amy Adams? I'm throwing in Amy Adams. Amy no. Adams feels a little old. No, too old. She's a little... They can, they can digitize, make her younger. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem with some of these, because some of these actors that I picked are like in their either late 20s or early 30s, which gets right into our mm-hmm. Brock. Who I don't know if you had come up with anything, Dad, but I'll just read no, off. No, for some reason I couldn't come up with. I just couldn't get the right person. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, you got one dude in here I considered. Uh, was it <laughs> Ki Hong Lee? Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I think the Ki Hong Lee from Maze Runner would be a pretty natural uh, selection for Brock. Then I had yes. two kind of uh, maybe. I I kind of like one more than the other, but. Uh, I had Tyler Posey maybe as a as a Brock who is best known for Teen Wolf, but I, I think Tyler Posey is maybe a little too attractive to be Brock. I see Brock is incapable of getting laid, and maybe that's just his persistence, and maybe not so much his looks. Um, but I, I think John Boyega is a real galaxy brain underground pick for Brock. Wow. When I saw that, I was like, that is a very smart decision. Like, that's something I could actually see be done. Yeah. I don't know what it would look like with John Boyega hanging out with, uh, you know, Abigail Cohen and Finn Wolfhard, but maybe that would work <laughs> in terms of just his age. <laughs> maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the next couple ones, I mean, these were a grab bag for me, but who did you have as your uh, Jesse dad? I had um, Sabrina Carpenter. She played Maya Hart in the Disney Channel series Girl Meets World. And I think you lowballed this one in terms of age because I think she's like 19. <laughs> yeah, but she's no, no, no. Well, I think she's Jesse either... is 25. Yeah. Mm. At least. And so is James from what the the Internet has told. I, I was just looking for somebody who had big hair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bars you said are so low. <laughs> 
I mean, Team Rocket had <laughs> oh. really no purpose in this movie, as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. you know, you could have thrown it anyway. This thing, the thing is, is this is just going to be littered with like Disney people. Yeah, the pedigree has to be there. Yeah. It has to be family friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of went all over the place, and I really settled on my last choice, and this will get right into my uh, my James because when I was thinking about this. They were in conjunction. I was trying to think who would be a good pair together. Um, at first, I started out with Margaret Qualley, who was uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I also had mm-hmm. Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale. I imagined her maybe dyeing her hair. Shanley Woodley, maybe. Uh, I-, I think she's maybe a little too awkward. This would be a role for Zendaya to lose. I mean, Zendaya could do whatever <laughs> she wanted with this. But my real pick would be Dakota Johnson, who was in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and all of its various sequels. I don't see that. Well, wait a minute. This will this gets into my my James, <laughs> which I, I'm keeping into the Johnson family because as in as I was going through, I had Nick Robinson, uh, who was in a teacher, Anthony Ramos, who was Hamilton in A Star Is Born, and then finally I came on to Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was just recently in Tenet, and he was in Avengers as Quicksilver. But I think uh, an Aaron Taylor Johnson. And a uh, Dakota Johnson team up wouldn't be too bad for a James and Jesse because they're both kind of like a little bit older. I I don't know. I just see them as older people, but I think you obviously are not too much of a fan of that combination. That seems too. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, not it for you, Tim. What do you think? James. So I do like your choice for Jesse. I think. Okay. Um. I. I Dakota Johnson. But not Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Dakota Johnson. Mm. I, maybe I'm stretching that. I don't know. This is a Pokemon I, out of, out movie. Out of the options, at least. Dakota Johnson, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I mean, she's not going to be fucking taking her titties out, dude. She's... That's why she's there, man. She's no. going to be wearing the little freaking, you know, Dakota Johnson in the is... midriff and freaking, yeah. Dakota Johnson is more than her, her role as whatever that character's name is in Fifty Shades of Grey. She has comedic potential. She was in Suspiria. She has, you know... Real pedigree. Comedic potential. Okay, whatever. I mean, she, you ever see uh, Peanut Butter Falcon? She was great in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, for for James, I was leaning towards, um, I can't think of his name right now, the guy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The, Andy Samberg. Um, and, yeah, That's Andy Samberg. That's really good. I thought he could do, like, kind of a James, but also make it kind of goofy in the sense of, like, his usual humor. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I, I like that, actually. Towards. I think it does need humor. I think the whole Team Rocket has to be sort of goofy. Goofy. But I, I couldn't nail well, it. You're going for, for you're going I, for the hot, and I think you got to go for the goofy. I think I'm looking more under the skin. I think you're, you're looking at surface <laughs> level. You think Dakota Johnson is nothing but, you know, dirty sex talk and midriffs, apparently. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I do. I do think that. Um, <laughs> who was, who was your James dad? Um, I had, uh, JK Appa. KJ. KJ. Yeah. KJ Appa. <laughs> Riverdale. Yeah, which I don't think was a bad pick. I think yeah. that's fine. No, that's that's good. Uh, who did you have as your Dr. Fuji? I think this guy is perfect. James Cromwell. James Cromwell, who has been Agreed. arrested a lot of times for what? disorderly conduct. Uh, there was really? Like, one of the first things I looked up when I was trying to get a picture for this document is all of his... Uh, his uh, mug shots. So I guess. Wow. Whatever, man. I like him more now. Yeah. Yeah. I had. I agree. I think that nailed it on the head. (laughs) 
Well, I guess I, I also like James Cromwell, to be honest. <laughs> I uh, I kind of waffle between one. I like maybe Jeremy Irons a little bit more than I like my Don Johnson pick. I picked Don Johnson essentially just because I, I picture his life. His, I pictured someone leaving Don Johnson, like his wife. So maybe that's <laughs> that's where it kind of came out for me. But there weren't yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, face. I like your Jeremy Irons, but yeah, I, I was maybe not stretching Don it. Johnson. <clears throat> now we've reached the uh, the name association part of this casting. Who <laughs> uh, we're we're casting Giovanni, and I imagine if you know anything about movies, you probably know exactly who my father picked. But Dad, who would you like to be the Giovanni? Uh, Giovanni Rabisi, who is a Scientologist. I've learned. Really? I guess so. Interesting. Wow. He, uh, for that pick, I think Giovanni is probably like, I just, you know. Yeah, but I remember him in Avatar. He just played that, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was a dick. But I also, I remember he wanted to fuck Ted and Ted. So I, I can't really look past <laughs> He's that. not very menacing. No. He doesn't feel like, he doesn't have a big presence, really? I don't he think, wanted compared to, to what you have, the Drew. bear? You know, who didn't want to fuck Ted, really? But uh, Yeah, Tim, thank you for queuing me up. I had Michael Fassbender, who I think is menacing. He has all the tools. He's everything that you would want in a Giovanni, and, you know, he's stylish to boot. So I Plus, like he's that, the type that who would I like be on the screen pick, just for like a couple But, I mean, minutes. I don't think he's going to get anywhere near a Pokemon movie. No, you don't think uh, he so. Was in, he was in Assassin's Creed. He was he also... In Assassin's oh, Creed. that's true. Well, yeah. I mean, I take that back. He did X-Men. And X-Men. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a little nerd in him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fastbender, uh, Fastbender's willing to do whatever, dude. Ever since he showed mm-hmm. his dick in shame, it's been pretty much wheels off. <laughs> Plus, what was that movie where he had the the mask on the whole time? The uh, Frank? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where he played a guy who couldn't... I think he plays odd stuff, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I... Even just a cameo. It is what it is. Michael Fassbender could be a cameo in this movie, dude. I, I would pay him. He hasn't been. Mm-hmm. What has he been in lately? He sort of disappeared. Oh, or I think is it the X Men type. That's probably the easiest thing to say that he's been in as of relate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he was big for a while though, but he's sort of fallen off. Well, I think he played a racist a little too well in Twelve Years a Slave, and everyone <laughs> just like. Took a step back. We're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get rid of him. Yeah, maybe they just kind of reevaluate what it was going on. When they're not joking about how dick, big his dick was, it was really just oh, racist man. jokes. Uh, who did you have as your nurse joy? Because I, I, when I say who did you have, I really have no idea who this person is. I mean, I just, I just went for a young <laughs> redhead. I mean, it was Mackenzie Smith. She played <laughs> Savannah on the TV series Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I, is she like nine years old in this picture? She looks infantile in this no, picture. No, she's not. She's like <laughs> nineteen, but she does look young. But she's not. She looks I mean, super young. I think she's. Because I, like I saw that. Uh, what is it, Nurse Joy? Uh huh. I mean, I think she's like she. They claim she's eighteen to twenty-five. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of Nurse Joys, so maybe this one's on the low end uh, in terms of the age scale. Uh, I actually, I, I think I nailed this one on the head. I had Natalie Dyer. When I was thinking of this, I was looking at the big eyes, the pointy chin, and, you know, one-to-one, that's a pretty close Nurse Joy for me, at least. She she looks like she would fit the role really well. And um, who the hell is and she? And I think you nailed it. I will, I will throw at you. I did think of Kirsten Stewart as well. Kristen Stewart? Yeah. Oh, you think Kristen Stewart? <laughs> Angsty? Because I think... 
Only because there's that mind control part where she has to be very plain. She has to have her face very, like, you know, yeah. just no emotion for such a long time. And I was like, oh, she did kind of well in Twilight, having no emotion for a couple movies, so. Well, yeah, okay. I- I'll let Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart do whatever she wants. I mean, if she wants to come <laughs> in and be this nurse joy for a hot minute, then that's fine. Uh, we have our final casting. It's going to be Officer Jenny. Dad, I-, I do like one of your picks, and the other one is... It, it feels like you're just trying to get these people into movies. I don't even know what the hell yeah, this is. Yeah, give it a shot, man. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one of the 11 people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, the thing is, Officer Jenny doesn't, you know, she doesn't have a big part in a movie, so you could throw anybody in there mm-hmm. that's young, Disney. Who did you have uh, as your Jenny? Uh, Sophie Turner. Okay. And I, Game I mean, of Thrones. I like the, the Sansa Stark. I mean, I, that's fine for me. <laughs> The picture you showed of her, though, doesn't really do... No, I wasn't trying too hard to find the best picture. Yeah. I guess I was just kind of <laughs> pulling up a picture. I don't know if the picture that you pulled up for your other pick does much justice either. No, but well... Who was it? <laughs> Is that... Who did I have? Sydney. Oh, Sydney Fulmer. She played Al- <laughs> in the movie Alexander in the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Is she even 18? Who? How old is she? <laughs> yes, I. No, she's definitely eighteen. Okay, okay. I mean, I went between eighteen and twenty-five. Okay, okay. Come on, man. I'm not going for like you know. Well, I think Officer Jenny's like twenty-five to thirty, if I remember doing my research. No, it said she was eighteen to twenty-five. That was Nurse Joy. Oh. Yeah, they're not the same. They're different people. <laughs> they all might look the same with each other, but they... I thought I, I thought I pulled up the same age on her. It's okay. It's okay. I, I think Sansa would be fine. I got a little rushed at the end here. Yeah, we got a little fucking wine faded. <laughs> uh, and then I'll just throw mine out there. Kobe Smolders, who is Robin mm-hmm. in uh, How I Met Your Mother. And yep. I mean, I think that would just be a cool role for her just to do. And... I picked Lee uh, Brie Larson just because I think she has cop energy. It feels like she would fucking do something bad. So she, she would be pretty pretty solid at smacking you down. Yeah, if you, if she you would at least problem. bitch me out about something <laughs> at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now that we've uh, I did oh sorry I did notice one thing there was a lack of voice actors for Mewtwo. I was surprised to not see it on the list. I guess I didn't know who on. to pick. I thought James Earl Jones. It's very fitting, very like, like Darth Vader. Oh, you want to put Darth Vader as Mewtwo? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that dude. That's that was the only one I was like, oh man, if there was someone, because who else? Like Morgan Freeman would be ridiculous, but I'm thinking of good, like memorable voices. I think a black man has to voice Mewtwo. I think it either has mm-hmm. to be Samuel L. Jackson, Ving Rhames, somebody. Yep. Yeah. James Earl Jones <laughs> is fine for me then. Uh, well, Dad, Tim, it's. That part of the podcast, we're at the last call. We're finishing up My our heart. drinks. We uh, we have to drive home and hopefully not crash into anybody on the interstate. Uh, you have well, to drive luck. home. That's true. You get to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I have to be putting everyone in danger. Uh, is there any <laughs> questions that either of you would like to ask of the director or uh, anything you want to just posit for each other before we go? Well, uh, I guess the I big go question. Oh, go oh, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Tim. No, uh, okay. <laughs> I have one, just one. I wrote it actually earlier in the note, but we'll say well, I'll save it for here. Why in the world 
did Giovanni not use Mewtwo's power to the fullest extent? Why did he use him to fight in gym battles and capture Pokemon? That's it. That's that's it. Well, to what extent? What do you think? Like, well, I I don't know. He he seems like the type of guy who wants like a lot of money or power. Wouldn't he want to? I don't know, use Mewtwo to gain more power, which I don't know what's gaining power in the Pokemon world. Well, I, I think in some ways it was kind of shown when they were, uh, when he was rising up all those ox type Pokemon. Tauros. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure they were capturing them all and then selling them. I, I think that's maybe a way that he was making money. I mean, so we just kind of infer that he was using it for, I'm sure he was catching a hot dollar from whatever fucking yeah. Mewtwo was doing. Like, I would hope so. Yeah, you can't be a crime boss and then not make a, a couple of bucks on the side. Right, right. Uh, Dad, what, what were some questions you want to ask for the director? Director, I can't. Well, I was, you know, <laughs> try, where did they, uh, where did, um, you know, Mewtwo go to with his? And I think Tim might have answered. Yeah, Tim didn't. <laughs> they went to a mountain. <laughs> yeah, they went to a mountain. And started to hang out. Meditated yeah, like for a, you know, it was just some nice yeah. place. Damn. Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad Mewtwo found some peace, at least in the sequel. Maybe he's not questioning his own livelihood anymore. Uh, I'm I have a couple of questions. I mean, I I think this can be answered, but is the the Nurse Joy, Officer Jenny, like why why do they look all the same? Why is that the case? Are they related? Is that the thing? They're all cousins, is, supposedly, but they all look the same. They all look the same. They're all, uh, but every time like they go to another town and there's like they they even pointed out a lot in the show. They're like, you just look like uh, you know the nurse Joy in another yeah. town, and they're like, oh yeah, that's my sister, that's my cousin. Cool. Mostly it's cousins. Sometimes well, they say sister. Supposedly Brock can tell the difference too. Like he notices right. small little differences, like in their eyelashes or something stupid. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> What a Casanova. Yeah, exactly. You Only Brock would know that kind of stuff. Yeah. When you're that desperate to get laid, you'll remember, you know, every digit of the pie uh, formula. <laughs> yeah, it really you really matter. want to know <laughs> Just how far go. does Brock really understand, you know, the differences? Uh, he understands the, the woman's psyche probably better than anybody. <laughs> you know what I had a question, though? I mean, you you see Pikachu's always, like, talking, and then they understand what, like, she just goes Pika, and then they're like, "What? You know, you know, you're uh, you're friends with the uh, with humans, you know." And it's just like, how is it he has like three words in his whole vocabulary, but he can talk to you know people understand how he's talking? Maybe it's all inflection. <laughs> Tim, Does do anybody a... know how to speak Pikachu? Meowth. I mean, uh, I guess Meowth. Meowth is I think everybody tr- does somewhere. I mean, Ash can. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, it's a very much a lassie situation. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. he just like almost infers what Pikachu's saying, and it's like, ah, eh, it's close enough. He could just be making it up. He's just like, yeah, I completely understand what this thing is saying, and he could just be saying, <laughs> sure. Anything. Uh, you have any other questions, Dad? Yeah, when you die in um, in the Pokemon world, do you just turn black and white? Because that's what Ash. He just like lost his color. Oh, I thought he became <laughs> into stone. <laughs> I that's I think that's what happened. He became Was it a big stone. Yeah, I think so. But that's even that's even a question in itself. Why turn into stone? If I you're mean, gonna Pikachu get... right. started becoming a defibrillator. Uh, yeah, and trying, he, trying to break it like. I mean, that might have been the saddest part of the movie. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean, I think you might have cried on that one. Seeing anything cry makes me cry. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah. Uh 
I also wanted to know where exactly, if they're going to make a Minnesota Vikings joke, that does mean that the Pokemon universe does exist in some conjunction, at least in this movie universe. So I want to know where that exists. Yeah, but doesn't the Pokemon Go app prove that it exists in the United States? Yeah, I guess that's technically a good point. Pokemon Go has, uh, has brought us into the, the fold. Uh, right, so in the movie, they acknowledge the United States exists, and then in our world, we acknowledge Pokemon exists, at least on our phones. Yeah, that's all we need. So that's At least a, like that's a head it. nod. It's, did I ever tell you this? So where does... Go ahead. Where does Pokemon take place in our world? I know, like, Japan makes sense. Yeah. But where? Yeah. I want to find this. I want to go there. I would also love to just kind of, like, push a few bushes aside and just all of a sudden be in the Pokemon world, but... <laughs> I'm Did so... I ever tell you the story about when I was uh, driving a, um, what the hell is it? A car? No, no, no. <laughs> the, uh... A bicycle? No, no. The the freaking ride service. Um, Uber. 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 What the fuck? And um, <laughs> I had these two kids come in and they were playing Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. And they started screaming to me to stop because they were going to catch a Pokemon. No way. I forgot that you drove Uber. We both did. That's so funny that they were just, like, badgering you to stop. No, I, I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> but they were playing Pokemon Go yeah. in my car. Did they also get indicted for uh, blasphemy? But <laughs> uh, What a callback. And then I just had two more questions. Uh, how did Dr. Fuji record that long-ass message that message message that yeah, message yeah, this is the wine talking how did he record that message and why is it still on the computer especially if mewtwo recreated the island that is a self-explanatory message like how where did you have the time you got I, blown up i was trying i was thinking real hard about a potential solution to that because i read that and then watched the movie and i was like Oh, he's so right. How did he do that? My only thought is he was recording it as Mewtwo was destroying everything because he says at the end, he says the same line he yeah. does when when it explodes, but his mouth doesn't move at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, at that point. Um, so I don't know. It's a great thing to notice, though, because you're right. It's such a inconsistency. It doesn't make any sense. But to record that message in the face of death, like he is going through the right. whole history of how this happened. Like we wanted to create a new Pokemon. I am. I mean, he's minutes away, seconds away from being blown up. So Mewtwo is slaughtering people in front of him, but he's like, I must tell them. Yeah, the story. I got to record my podcast for this fucking computer entry. Shoot, that's good. And then finally, I just want to know what the director feels. How does it feel to be on the Pokemon Juice? How does it feel to just be tapped into the the money line that this this franchise is? Because that's probably the most important thing to me. It, yeah, it's got a it's got to taste real sweet. Yeah, I'm I sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's the sweetest <laughs> thing you can taste. Uh, we've uh, we're finally pretty much at the 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 back end. We're in notes and errata, and Tim, this is where we uh, essentially repent we apologize for anything we want to apologize <laughs> for yeah we, if we said anything debaucherous or bad we can uh, talk about it here or just you know any parting message i would actually love for you to uh you know plug whatever you'd like to plug um so some people can i don't have you. any outlets around me though so. <laughs> that's true okay <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh you can first of all thank you guys very much for having me on that was this no is, thank this you is yeah blast. thank you so much yeah, it's uh, watching the movie again was very nostalgic because I haven't had really an excuse. So I'm glad, I'm glad you pushed me into it. Yeah. You forced me to do this podcast. I said so I, I would take your gold-plated Pokemon cards away if you didn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> My rare collection, stay away. Yeah. <laughs> 
but thank you. Uh, and you can find me at the uh, uh, Keep Up Podcast. We have a new episode every Friday. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Keep Up Podcast, YouTube, The Keep Up. Uh, or personally, you can check me out, Collection Revolution, on Twitch, on Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Beautiful. And that's me. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're there. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you'll gain about 11 subscribers. From <laughs> that's all we need. Dude, podcast. that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, you're right at the end. Uh, Dad, is there is there anything that you wanted to apologize uh, for or bring up before we go? I'm sure there is, but I can't think of anything at the moment. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess next week when we listen to the tape or whenever we get to this, we can make uh, retroactive apologies as we sometimes do. Yep, that's what we do. Uh, Dad, <laughs> what would you like to give your 14 hands as a rating? Uh, I liked it, uh-huh. and I'm going to give it four out of five Pokemon clones. Clones. Okay. Yeah. Solid. I will give it – I guess I'll give it ten Pokemon bitch slaps out of 14. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Damn. Hands in the face. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you everyone so much for listening. We will be back next week. Thank you again for coming on, Tim. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Tim. It's it been fun. Beautiful. And uh, everybody, get home safe. Don't drink a drive. We'll be uh, back, and hopefully, we'll figure out how to do this better than we do usually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>